Welcome to episode 141 of the Listen Up Podcast, where we analyze a new album each week. I'm Jordan, and this week we've got me, Nick. What's up? And Jamie. This is a prescient album. This week, we're taking a look at all your favorite bands by Dawes, released in 2015. Really quick, if you want to keep up with the show, you can find us on Twitter at ListUpPodcast, and on Instagram and TikTok at ListenUpPod. That's where we'll make any announcements regarding the show or merch. Speaking of which, if you'd like to support the show, you can find merch at interestpointproductions.com or at the link tree on the socials. Definitely regarding the selection for this week, Nick, why did you choose this album for us? Definitely buy some merch, even though we're in the... Even though we That's only what have I was like three too. episodes left, yeah. <laughs> buy, buy it up, baby. Yeah. It's still good merch. The girl yeah, boss, yeah. bro. Uh, the yeah. give Jamie boss? a little pocket change, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, after but, after uh, editing all this, you know. Yeah, yeah. We love you, Jamie. Uh, yeah. Even though you're, you went out to get a pack of cigarettes. Um, oh no! Oh, they God. never come back, dude. Oh, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> no, they never uh, come back. <laughs> I uh, I picked this album. Uh, Wait. Oh yeah, Jamie. Could you hear us? Yeah, yeah. I, I forget you have like wireless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just walked away yeah. for a second. My fault. Yep. Also, I think. All right. I I knew that. We, I knew this that. This might be the fourth of the last four episodes. Just for just for awareness. I think you said three. The fourth. Okay. I, th- I think of the so. last. I think we're still. I I, I said whatever you say, bro. <laughs> or that Nick that you're talking <laughs> that, about. That was Nick. Nick said it. I, oh, huh? What the fuck? Uh, but yes, if you didn't listen to Savage Mode 2 last week, uh, we are we are putting this podcast out to pastures. Yeah. 21. You can check can out the last the last part of that if you don't want to listen to the whole thing. But that's where we made that announcement. So if that's news to she you, you want me to, uh, to be honest, it, it was a much more long winded explanation last week. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. TLDR. We, we are we, ending. We had the obituary last week. Yeah, this is this is Nick's last pick. <laughs> my last pick is the next week or next episodes. And then my and last then, pick. No, what's last week? Last piece. Oh God, you got me. Uh, and then we'll do. <laughs> it looks like right now a couple of ending episodes to like as more of like a ce- like a celebration of life for the show with like guests coming in and and the like. We it's not. Nailed it's gonna down, be an it's gonna be an Irish funeral. Yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be uh, fucking yeah. blasted. Just yeah, I'm I'm gonna drink a I'm gonna drink six Guinnesses probably. Uh, yeah, it's gonna. That, be I just bought cheap it, top man. shelf tequila, so I'm ready That's to good. go. Oh, cheap you top say cheap shelf. top shelf. Yeah, what there's there's this one brand. This one time I went what in brand, there, and brand? it's like, what? what? What's the brand? Do you want me to go look real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be interested. I've I've tried a lot of okay. brands of we're, tequila. We're, we're not gonna know what it is. I might though. Maybe you. Maybe did. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm. Uh, I only know like. I feel like the big, the big three like mid and low sh- shelf brands. Like, of course, like everybody knows like Patron and that right. shit. But like uh, Patron. Uh, like I just way overpriced. That shit is not that good. Yeah, yeah. I just know like Lunazul, Cuervo, and like Espelon. Espelon's pretty good, and Lunazul's good too. Yeah, es- I do. That. I think that's how you say it. That's how you type it. Um, Coralejo. It's it, it, it's top shelf, and that's what somebody one time told me. It's like the cheapest top shelf you can buy. Kind of, it has like a cork to like get it out too. It's kind of weird, but I wonder, I wonder um, where like cheapest top shelf and like m- m- more expensive middle shelf. I wonder where that overlap. Is. Yeah, you know? I, I was thinking about that too. I think we should do a test. We should go to the, somebody. We should go to alcohol and buy every tequila. We should go to an alcohol. <laughs> We should go to an alcohol. Okay. Are we going to alcohol? <laughs> <laughs> All right. An ABC store in North Carolina, a liquor store for other places. 
Okay. A little red dot store. I think I think I'm gonna sit down for this one. <laughs> I feel like my Fan camera goes weird when I stand. Yeah, Nick, why'd you why why'd you choose this album? You didn't answer the question. Uh, I just got a weird text from We're good. From who? Good. Uh from my mom. Oh. She's uh oh. She's definitely low key sauced. Um, Yo, but, uh, <laughs> let's go. Uh, but uh, no, my mom will be. She's uh, hanging out with Susie and Julie. They get into town later cool, today. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, yeah, I, I picked this album because it's my favorite album ever. Um, yeah, I mean, it's fucking light. I could say more than that. Oh. I will say more than that. Uh, it's. <laughs> I forget all the time that it came out in 2015. I definitely found it after it was out for a year or two. I, I feel like I found it later in high school around the same time that I was like kind of really opening up my music taste and uh, mm-hmm. I feel like it's probably like it's definitely coincidental for me but it's probably the same way for a decent number of people at least uh, people from before our generation like like people in our generation had like iPods and like uh, phones and stuff so we were able to like download music independently and find stuff ourselves but like I feel like before that, you kind of had your parents' music taste, like yeah. until around the age that you got a car, and then like yeah. once you got a car and you could drive somewhere and buy your own music, it was like okay, like this is what I really like. Or you like go to a music store and listen to something, and you're like, oh wow, this is like resonating with me, but I've never heard anything like this. Yeah. And uh, that was kind of my experience with Dawes and with this album in particular, because I uh, this was definitely the first album that I ever heard by them. And like, uh, I didn't even really know how to classify this genre of music until like my junior year of college where like, uh, uh, I could call it like, I would just call it like Americana and loop it in with like all the other, like, like slightly Southern, like alt country sounds and stuff. But, um, I took this class called, uh, intro to popular music, 1950s to seventies. And, um, Probably my favorite class in college. It was uh, freaking phenomenal. My professor was amazing. He played in a Tom Petty cover band. Bro, um, I couldn't fucking but, uh, get into that class. Oh. <laughs> I was supposed to take that class. You gotta class. take philosophy instead. No, I, <laughs> I took them both. For a right. Philosophy? Philosophy, low-key, also one of my like top five favorite classes. Hated it. it. Great. Um, dude, the humanities <laughs> classes are always the best. Dude. I really right. hated it primarily like, because it was at 8.30 and I just a lot of the questions that were asked, I didn't care about the answers to. <laughs> like like and that's in general is cool but a lot of shit i'm like why are you even tripping over that dog yeah i kind of yeah, like yeah, it i, feel you. I, 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 I kind of like, like answering those questions sometimes i though. don't care <laughs> bro it's like it's yeah. so thought-provoking though i don't know man but it's I, like I, I yeah yeah just i love that other shit. shit you know I, I'd, on, rather, I'd rather ponder more meaningful aspects of the self than let a mf ponder uh but uh yeah no i like um yeah i took that class and we had a whole section uh probably like a class or two worth where we talked about just a country rock or like california country like eagles type shit yeah 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 and like that's like what this is and i just didn't know what to call this for like years i think you also learned the phrase cosmic country from that if i remember correctly uh maybe maybe yeah um i definitely found the cosmic country spotify playlist like around that time <laughs> but um like uh uh yeah like the eagles like jackson brown like the birds um like 
all like a um like Graham Parsons, like the Flying Burrito Brothers, like all that uh all all that like Laurel Canyon style like soft rock with some twang in it. Like uh like I just I just love it. And like I didn't uh, like it's been weird like why I love it so much because I didn't grow up listening to the Eagles. Like uh it, it and I just found this album in high school and I was like like I don't, I didn't love it as much as I do now, but I was just like, man, I really like this, and I've never heard anything like it before. And yeah. definitely, their earlier albums sound more like it, but um, sound more like this album than their later albums do, is is what I meant. Um, and their first album sounds especially like Jackson Brownie, like a uh, Laurel Canyony, like '60s California soft rock. But this one has like little unique twists and but it's also i feel like it's a little more country or southern than their other ones primarily probably because it's produced by david rawlings who's like a notable nashville like yeah. guitar player and singer like who's uh i forget if they're married or if they're just longtime partners but him and jillian welch have been together forever and uh, jillian welch i know like sings background vocals on a couple of these songs and she has a beautiful voice she writes like wonderful music but um yeah i found this album in high school and it's like resonated with me in different ways throughout i don't know like the rest of my life so far and uh <laughs> literally. Uh, literally yeah yeah <laughs> all of all of dawes's music has like uh has been like that and it's funny like i was thinking about it earlier today when i was listening to this album that it's like uh like sure, like they've lived more life than me, so they can write about like more experiences. But it's it's funny how as I keep growing older and I keep getting out of my comfort zone and I keep like living more experiences and keep like understanding more about life. It's it's like like I'll listen to a song from a random album by them that I haven't heard in a while. I'll just like pick one of their albums and listen through it, and one of the songs. I hear it and I'm like, it sounds like they wrote this about my life right now. And then like, <laughs> and then like four months later, I'm just like, oh, I don't know what music I should listen to right now. I'll just put on a Dawes album because I love Dawes. And the same thing happens again. And I'm like, how? Wh why have they, another song is exactly describing like the emotions and feelings that I'm going through right now. Like what the hell? And they, uh... And and it's it's neat because they do have very introspective songs, but they also have like character portrait songs and like uh it's it's always great. Um and it's always like astounding and it's another reason that I love them basically like and Jason Isbell like the same, because they have the ability to write like a like uh Taylor has the ability the, the singer the singer and like lead guitar player for the band, like has the ability to write these songs that like are either very introspective and like describing like uh, the breadth of like these personal emotions he's feeling, or they write a song about someone who's completely not them and from like a completely different style of life, but they write it so specifically that you feel like you can relate to their to the character's personal story in the same way that you can relate to a real person's anecdotes, and. Uh, at least for me. No, I, I, that's why I would plus one all of that. Like, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it it <laughs> uh, blows that, my mind. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. I think like I, I either heard everything. Jason say it. Yeah, 
Yeah, and it's uh-huh. three different. Not stories. on this album, but it's none of them are. It's like a beautiful. Probably song. necessarily about him, but every single little like you know verse that's a different vignette is like holy shit. This is like soul cripplingly, like insane. Yeah. You know, and there's yeah. even one uh, I like, here that it, I don't know if it's directly Taylor's experience or not, but like, if not, that's a hell of a like vignette and narrative to construct. And then, like, still convey, yeah, I mean, like you said, just convey the same level of, like, makes you think about your own personal experience and what's going on in the song combined with the music and everything. It's like, holy shit. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Jason Isbell I heard say it. Or or maybe, honestly, maybe I just thought about Jason Isbell when I heard the quote because it, like, the quote sounded applicable to like uh to a lot of songs that i've heard him like write over the years but it was something about like uh like good writers can write like great things about themselves great writers can write great things about like completely other well, other people's lives like other people's stories i want to i want to uh, say that that is a real quote from him i think that's a real quote from yeah him. <laughs> and uh and like a uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. He he sings about that a little bit in some of his songs, and like uh, I think it's hope the high Ro- uh, hope the high road leads you home again. When what is that song called? Hope the high What's road. like the precise? Hope the high okay, road yeah. I was, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I know he says like like I've heard enough of the white man's blues. I've sang enough about myself. So if you're looking for some bad news, you can find it somewhere else. And I was like, damn, bro. Dude, he's. I guess dude. he's like. That song okay. rips on that album. It's really <laughs> but uh we, to- we did that. But album. yeah, Dawes. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. I think I picked it. Yeah, maybe. Nashville Sound episode fifty nine of the podcast. I gave it a nine two five. You gave it a nine. Jordan gave it a four and a half. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been I've been going on a tear about uh, about Dawes as a whole, but and also about this album, but. Yeah, I mean, what did you guys think of it? I think the cover art is like really strange. It is a little <laughs> like, uh, weird. The, the the pictures themselves are like where I'm confused. I'm like, it looks like they like tried to use like the worst picture editing software to like get like just get their faces <laughs> white space around them. But like, I don't yeah. know why. And like, they put these like incomplete pictures of their faces like in these frames but uh, it's art yeah i don't i don't know that either beyond like maybe it's a bit for them because it's it's funny yeah yeah but like because because like the faces and the portraits fit especially with the titular track of all your favorite bands like the whole vibe of that song would be like the thoughts you would have for part of that song would be like if you're looking at pictures of like an old party that you went to kind of thing. So like yeah. that makes sense. Now also as as far as why they did that, beyond maybe it's a bit, I have no idea. But it's funny. <laughs> I think like like the, honestly, I feel like so much of the subject matter of this album is so heavy that they could have just put that on there to be For like some brevity. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah, just yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, Dude, that's like oh, yeah, cuz I I uh for our totem for this year Sorry, job. I used the company ink to print the paper, <laughs> but like I intentionally wrote shit in uh, MS Paint on my on my laptop. Fucking, just look at him. Like the the <laughs> fucked beautiful. up clipping. I didn't refine the what it like. Paint three D. Oh, yeah. 
Microsoft wants so hard to have freeware Photoshop, but Paint just it 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 it's clunky and not very great software. Yeah. Which uh, if you want to do Adobe level things, you're SOL. But if you want to fuck around, it's just shitty enough to where like it's needed. <laughs> and so that's what I did with that. I did the magic select and like it got none of their hands only half of their hair, like anything. I know granted I chose a lower contrast image to do it from, but you know, as a bit, I was like, this will be, this is perfect. This is exactly what I wanted. When it's, when I'm fucking barricaded the show, holding up the totem, you know, maybe I'll get a, maybe I'll get a shout out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was really impressed recently. This is a random anecdote, but uh, like I was, I was talking to someone and they were talking about how, Oh god, you good, bro? Yeah, my fucking cup, the coaster stuck to it, and then he just threw the coaster down. Like, like. Okay, it, it sounded like you spilled liquor all over your keyboard. No, 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 no. It only went slightly <laughs> on the desk, but like, oh. the coaster like slammed down. That sounded. I think Jordan can corroborate. That sounded. <laughs> yeah, it sounded. It sounded like you spilled okay. your whole so drink. What also but. happened is like that happened. My mic is right here. And so it happened next to the microphone. So all of the sound went right into it, probably. But yeah, no, it's just I a few you. drops. I still am going to wipe it off, though, before it gets sticky. But what were you saying about your <laughs> anecdote? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like random side anecdote. But someone was telling me that um, they uh, they had a good friend who saw Father John Misty at like the front row of a festival set, like uh, probably like, like, five or six years ago and they uh they had recently like broken their arm um and uh like uh, and just had a cast on and like i don't know like I, I don't think um he like really talked to them or anything like uh he didn't seem like he really acknowledged them it wasn't like they um they like had like a big sign for him or anything but then they saw him like four years later front row again at like uh not at the same like venue but around the same area and um uh he he like looked at them in the crowd and like said into the mic they they were like front row but he said into the mic hey like your arm got better like you don't have the cast anymore (laughs) four years later (laughs) and i was like but some people some Uh, people have memories like that or or just like the cast is kind of distinctive enough to where like it might stick out in your mind to where they yeah, and especially if you're front row like you're probably going to be honestly like seeing the more i think about yeah. it like when's the last time you saw an adult with a cat like no literally that's exactly like you probably you like i mean i doubt you would remember it oh, for like I, four our, years our friend megan broke their wrist snowboarding that was the first cast okay. I'd seen, I think, since high school. I got you, mm. yeah. I remember, like, uh, hearing Alex Cameron on a podcast talk about, like, breaking both of his wrists at the same time. And, That's uh, like, just uh, terrible. Was, That's... Yeah, he was like, he was like, everybody makes the joke, like, uh, like, oh, like, how are, like, how are you gonna... Well, I don't really want to say that on the podcast. But Jerk like, off, is that it. what you were gonna say, it. Nick? <laughs> no, no, definitely not. No, uh, but he was this like, he was like, nobody thinks. <laughs> hey, I didn't say it. you said it. Uh, but uh, he was like, nobody thinks about how do you open a door. Like, how do you <laughs> see that? For <laughs> how, me, do that's, do how do you do the simplest things without, like, without two thumbs, getting in or, and out of without a either of your thumbs? 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I'm not fucking. That's difficult. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Let me fucking. But, uh, you know. You know what's like. I love it when people talk about like, oh, why is this so like humiliating or demeaning or whatever? Having to move a chair on carpet that is a little too tall because the table is a little too tall, embarrassing, yes. dehumanizing. Yes. Having to do a little mm-hmm. scoot. It's like the, motion. The ant, the ant with the hobo stick with the bag yeah. on, the, on on the end. No, it's for like, real. This is what it feels like to blank. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. That's, that's my life but every I, single fucking day. Um, oh, I fucking love this album. Um, I texted I'm you glad. the other day. I was like, maybe this is the year I finally get into Dawes. And I think you said like, yep, this album yep. is what fucking got me into it too. Um, it was my gateway drug. Yeah, that is, that is the phrase. <laughs> um, so I thought this shit ripped. I have extensive notes. Uh, I figure, you know, I'll, t- I'll just like plus one shit for you and let you take the lead on shit. Uh, but Jordan, what did you think of it? Um, I mean, I thought it was good. I think just something I have, I've realized I have trouble with and, you know, obviously it doesn't matter too much, I guess, but like when I'm listening, sometimes I don't like, I should be listening. Like when I put the song on in the background, I should be like looking at what names they are and like what, you know, song is up because I'll just be like listening and be like, Oh, Hey, that's a good yeah. lyric or like, that's a good thing. And then I'll be like, Oh, I don't even know where it is because, like, it's like at the first half of the album. I know that, but it's like I have to like go back and like look at it. A <laughs> no, little bit. you have to listen to half an hour of music to yeah to, to search but, for the one line that you enjoyed. No, I feel yeah, like. but uh, overall, I, I I think I enjoyed it a good. I, I could tell that there was definitely some depth, and um, I was trying to make sense. I was trying to make sure I was listening to the lyrics as much as possible because I, I knew that it probably was a more um. Like the like, I think the first song I saw the first song had like the most plays, and like really? even from the first song, I could tell that I, I think so, right? Yeah, it's got like drastically more oh plays than God. a lot of the other songs. Yeah, I was gonna say like <laughs> like I could I, I could tell that like that one was also just very um had a lot of depth to it, you know. Yeah. So I was trying yeah. to make sure that um that I was paying attention to that. So I I I. I th- it's it's hard for me to say because I do like um, I do I think I like the lyrics again the the music it being like country adjacent and yeah. all is still a little bit hard to get behind but I think I, yeah, I think absolutely. I appreciate the um, the the depth of the album I got you yeah. I do and that's that's what I was hoping like even if you couldn't like devote a ton of time to listening to it i was like hopefully like i don't know hopefully a little bit of the lyrics hit home somewhat yeah i and i do think maybe as we talk about it more as well like as we as nick and i get more into the lyrics i feel like because a lot of them are i feel like probably pretty like apropos to like what you're dealing with right now just like like in life in general um so maybe that that feels more relevant i don't know what you're talking about actually yeah yeah never mind um yeah. yeah, sorry, that's my bad. Uh, but yeah, me, me and Jordan are actually, yeah, we're really good. I, actually, I do think that... actually so much new information that you don't I do know. think that you will probably <laughs> have enjoyed this, this album more than you will like the last picked album overall. Um, Better than my new Draco? Brand new Draco? Okay, not than your, than, than your last Better than Savage Mode 2? Uh, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But, but the album that I've selected for my, my final pick... Um, okay, okay, okay. okay. 
Yeah, I think you will have enjoyed this one more. But the, I mean, Jamie's saying, just yeah. so you know, next week's gonna be bad for you. <laughs> I don't think it'll be that bad. It no, could be worse. It could have been worse. Yeah. Could have been worse. True. It can always be worse. Could could it could it hit oh. you with here we rest where you just sit for an hour and just hear me and Nick talk. could it hit me with another okay go album buddy buddy <laughs> unfortunately no I would never do that again after you shat on it after you shat <laughs> on the last I like okay go is the thing blindsided you by just yeah. dude not fucking I like okay like, go I just don't I, think I, I just don't think they make albums dude I just don't think they, I, I think they make cool <laughs> one off YouTube videos all right I just don't think they make albums there's not a Rube Goldberg for me to watch I don't want to fucking see it man yeah. If they're not yeah, flying in an airplane, bro, nah, I can't I wait to see it. the the Mr. Beast OK Go collab <laughs> for their their next single. Um, bro, that'd be actually crazy. That's actually something that I feel like could happen. I was gonna also. say it would be yeah. crazy, but not like surprising. Is I there think. any way I could put a put a bet on that? Like a <laughs> like, a, like a Deadpool or like a the like odds a, are feeling yeah, good. I don't. The odds are feeling good. I, look, if you if you talk to the right person, I think you can bet That's on anything. Funny. I think so. Just gotta. You yeah. better call Saul. I'm yeah. watching. I'm, I'm watching Breaking Bad now, dude. Fine. Breaking Bad? Fine. Yes. Yeah. Where are you at at Breaking Bad? We can't talk about that. We uh, season three. This, do we have you on season three? Wait, yeah. Don't, uh, don't talk this, about it. Did this major plot point happen yet? Season three is very good. I think season four of Breaking Bad might be the best television I've ever seen. So, so buckle up, buddy. Well, don't say anything. Buckle don't up. say anything. Don't say anything. Buckle up. You're in fourth year right now. You're about to shift to fifth. All right. It's pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, no, it's really fucking good. <laughs> yeah, it's look. It's a, It's fine. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't had any spoilers oh, this far oh, in my that, life. That's and like, I don't know that's how. So that's amazing. That is so good for you. But like, like I, I know like characters just because like they pop up in memes. You know, oh, right, like right. I I knew the Gus face, but I didn't know who Gus was. You know, <laughs> yeah, so like yeah, 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 I'm yeah, okay yeah. with that. Yeah. I just like I was just like oh and like Saul and stuff. I was like oh when I is this lawyer? Skyler White Yo. My name, yeah, that, name that, that was like the second White. episode. Yo, yeah. <laughs> I'm Walter White's I'm, wife. Yo. My husband is Walter White. Yo. We need that in the Discord soundboard. We really do. Um, oh, that's, but, uh, that's so exciting yeah, no, for you. So. I love that for you. That's a, that's an excellent. You're about to, yeah, that's a good show. I'm I enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying a lot. It's the, the pacing's very good. I mean, it's if you enjoy like, it, we can watch Better Call Saul together because I've not pat, watched past season one of that show. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I've heard people say it's also really good. Yes, yeah. Zach, Zach is. I know. Recent loves that show. Yeah, recently Dylan, uh, Dylan, Dylan said that. Um, he he said like he finished it and he was like, I think it's better than Breaking Bad. That's what he said, like, and that's that's a high bar, dog. Bleh. My name is Sarah gonna, White. Yo. <laughs> I need to I need to watch the last season. It's on Netflix right now, but I'm. I won't let myself deviate from The Sopranos. I realized recently that the sixth season, uh, every season, like before the sixth season, has about like 10 to 13 episodes. The sixth season has like 22 episodes. And I was like, that's <laughs> another season. Is that's that the literally last one? Seven Is that the last season? Yeah. Okay. Because uh -huh. I was like, that's like twice the length of an HBO show. Yeah. Dang and they like they released it in like two parts, I think. But, but I would but, think they would call it like six A and six B. Why or the something, fuck but, do people? Okay, that's fine. I hate that shit. Part one, part yeah, two, just do fucking like like it's movies. It's a season. little different. It's still annoying. But shows, just call it two seasons and say they'll be a little shorter. <laughs> why the fuck are you doing <laughs> two different seasons and say no? This is a short part one and short part two. 
But it's not even like who does that work it, like, on? If if it's that much shorter, it's literally like one or two episodes because it's still like it would be like eleven episodes per season if they split it into season six and season seven. Yeah, I and I I don't I don't know. Is it is it like probably because in the middle there there's not like a like a cliffhanger? You know, it probably doesn't like sum up the like it's not a big finale. Some of the shit. Yeah, I like guess. like 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 writers write for seasons too because well, like right, you want right. that like. Oh man, Wait. something big just happened. What's going to happen next season? This is this is the first time I'm hearing this. Typically, don't, yeah, typically <laughs> you have like start and if it's good, you also know the end when you start. And sometimes that changes a little bit, but then like the writing, the fun part is the the story you tell along the way. So, so yeah, maybe they're like, well, we don't have like we have point A, point B, but we don't have a big enough like middle gap thing. I guess, but like I just if if it's a if it's different, if it's like Two different releases. Just do it. Just uh-huh. do the numbers easier. You know. Yeah. I don't know. That's just where I'm at. <laughs> just do the numbers easier. Yeah. A little, a little listen up podcast. Yeah, do the numbers easier. Come on, uh, folks. little, it little knowledge hard. nugget for you. Do the numbers easier. That's a little. You can take that one. Take a little pocket. All the way to one. the bank. You take that one right to the bank. All the way to the. Hello, I'd like to catch free. this n- knowledge nugget. Let's <laughs> say, is this a robbery? No. So this album is very good. Well, uh, things happen. I'm surprised happen, that know. it like orders of magnitude. Oh, Nick's getting more text, more weird text messages. Uh, no, we're good. We're good. Crush He's trying to play rate. cool. He just got a saucy text message <laughs> from his mom, dude. No, no from someone else. Uh, Jamie, what the f- <laughs> dude? Shut up! Sorry, what? Dude, sorry, why would you sorry, say I'm that? Just, why? This would is you why. Say that? Okay, hey guys, this hey, is why. Hey. We we were trying not to tell anyone, but this is why we're ending the podcast. Hey, all right? Yeah, been being really happen. weird. What else do you want me to say, man? Things happen. All right. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Time to get uh, into to serious the notes. The song is incredible. Yeah. I think it's um. It was definitely the lead single. Uh, okay, well, that would kind of make the sense what? why it would be. The the lead single for the album. Was what? Things Happen. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you said the song, and I was like, like you did say the song, but I was like, bro, that's not a title on here. Was there the Lux album that I didn't see? He said, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> no, th- Things Happen it was pretty, really good. Yeah, but uh, it, yeah, like you said, Jamie, I'm very surprised that it's like two and a half times as many plays as the second most played song like it's got close to 50 million and all your favorite bands has closer to 20 million but um uh but yeah i mean yeah it's been a great song honestly like i feel like i remember i don't remember like where i was the first time i heard the song but the the drop into the like the chorus's guitar that leads into the first verse like they don't sing a chorus at the very beginning but i'm pretty sure it's the same riff that they have in the chorus like it sounds so strange like such like a like you wouldn't really expect that to be the impactful portion of like where they have a couple notes at the beginning and then they like hit all the instruments at once you wouldn't really expect like you you would think it would be louder almost or like fuzzier or something i don't know like i've always just thought it was such an interesting tone and that really lasts for the whole album like uh yeah there's there's so many times where they're just like 
they're playing certain sounds that I'm like, have I ever heard this anywhere else before? Or I probably have, and it's probably been buried under a bunch of other instruments, and I just haven't really noticed it. But yeah, I don't know. Like just the guitar tones that they go with for so many songs on the album are, are they feel unique to me because they kind of give them space to breathe, and they all sound really like a. I don't know. I feel like they, the majority of them sound either like melancholy or frustrated for the most part. Uh, yeah. If I'm giving them personality. And and that makes sense because there's also, um, yeah, it's, it, it's like the guitar at that point that you're talking about, specifically with this song. It's like, it sounds a little like chimes almost. It's like, yeah. <laughs> In the in the very beginning, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's even it's even there it bef- when it is the act, also the lead in for the the, the I get what you're saying as well, but it, it, you know it's under stuff more. But it's it's very interesting because I don't really know how they're doing that. Yeah. It's very cool, <laughs> like yeah. drives and hot french fries and friends around the country from charlottesville to good old santa fe when I figure- it doesn't sound far enough away to be just like like hitting the harmonics on it to where you because you can make that sound with a guitar if you do like the fifth fret seventh fret twelfth fret just lightly put your hand on the string because of how like things in tension and the properties of waves like it makes that sound without you don't get the uh the root harmonic but you get all of the like repeated ones so you don't get the big thick sound but then you get the little like you know the frequency step harmonics above that but i don't think it's that like a townsend lesson dude i was gonna say i get what you're saying and i think jordan does but no one else will that understand is, what you're saying a, <laughs> I, I i probably i i don't think i don't think i know properties, what you're saying because I, I failed that class of waves so. in objects that are in tension and the node points on it yeah no it's um that's a little bit of a deep cut for science but basically uh the note sounds <laughs> quiet and kind of like chimes on a guitar that's the timbre you get from it um but I don't think it's that. So I don't know. But it's cool. I dig it. <laughs> You're like, I don't think it's this. But this is also. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, look, I'll, uh, I'll, get, I'll but, get a fucking whiteboard out. We'll start doing. We'll do the math. All right. All right. Here's the gear breakdown. Um, See, I, no, don't, uh, I don't know. But it, it's good. And and yeah, that happens with a lot of the songs on this album. Where it's like, that's a really yeah. just nice guitar tone. It's just, it sounds really yeah. nice. Very cool. Yeah, yeah nice and nice and unique uh but i yeah this song this song always sets me straight there's you know there's songs in <laughs> yeah, your life no, for where real. like uh, there's songs in your life where you like you put them on like whenever you're like i need to pick myself up by the bootstraps you know like i need to i need to like uh i, I just need to like improve and move forward <laughs> and yeah. like uh uh and it like uh it's it's a little 
I mean, if you if you use it that way too much, it can be harsh to think like my problems don't matter because like uh, all these other people are going through all this other stuff because, you know, like your problems are your problems. And if you feel bad about them, like your, your emotions are valid, you have to process mm-hmm. them and go through them. But it does like uh, there's only so much dwelling and moping you can do. And yeah. this song is kind of the, the motivator to like once you're at the end of that processing, it's like, all right, you're you're ready to go now. Like. Let's make a list of all the things the world has put you through. Let's raise a glass to all the people yeah. you're not speaking to. I, I don't know what else you too. wanted me to say to you. Oh my god! Like Bro, things happen. And then, that's and then, all they ever do. I fucking yeah. love that. Is like <laughs> mantra level shit in that song. <laughs> yeah, that I, is, it like, that it, it's good. almost like it's like bar after bar after bar after. Oh damn! Like he really okay. That was a big one. Waking up and I'm not thinking clearly, so don't quote me. With one eye open, I'm writing you this song. Ain't it funny how some people pop into your heads? I fucking yeah. love this song. I love that chorus. It. I was like, I mean, how does everyone not talk about that? Like that shit. You're literally is like. Shit happens, dog. You you can <laughs> yeah. either you'll figure it out. You can either yeah. like crumble from the weight or be like you know, say la vie. Like all of I mean, it's there's a reason why say time to time that's like mantras that people have, and that's like words I live by. And I and I'm never like it's so concise, but the power of things happen. That's all they ever do. That's incredible. That power. that is, and I feel like. I feel like a lot of times I'm really analyzing like verses of things yeah. that we're um, that we're covering because I enjoy the intricacies of like things that they're saying and mm-hmm. but like this chorus of this song really is special. <laughs> I, it, uh, yeah, for real. Yeah, that's great. Things and, happen, and I think it's in the that's bridge. all they ever do. I was I was gonna say that too. Like that, the, those lines specifically is oh, what yeah, like. Yeah. The first like catch of the album, you know, as someone who hasn't listened to it, hadn't listened to it before, I was like, "All right, those are some good lyrics, bro." Okay, I can, I can tell why Nick gets into his feels on this, bro. This is, <laughs> yeah, this uh-huh. is good. I uh, I didn't have this vinyl for a long time uh, because they like didn't repress it because like vinyl pressing wasn't huge in 2015. Right. Uh, they probably didn't even like come out with a pressing of it like when they released the album. Like, uh, it's funny to think about that. Think about like the fact that like that me like like having a record player and enjoying like buying vinyls from like musicians that I like like if I like anything from like 2000 to 2010 the vinyl probably doesn't exist unless, <laughs> yeah. unless they've repressed it because no one was buying vinyls everyone was buying CDs and some of yeah. them that do exist like in 2015 you said no, like, tw- well, this is from 2015, but like in my example, I said 2000 to 2010. Like, but then okay, like okay, albums right. came out, and the ones that did come out then, like the pressings aren't even good either, because they didn't yeah, need it. Like, yeah. like MBDTF is widely regarded as like a dog shit pressing of a vinyl. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It's supposed to be just like. Even though I buy it off Amazon, <laughs> like right now. I mean, I think they've done repressings after now because now it's in vogue. But at the time. People only bought it for the artwork, so they were like, "We can fucking 
we'll just do this. And then, yeah, it's supposed to be widely regarded as like original presence of that. Like the it's all supposed to be like just muddy and shitty quality. Ew, yeah, gross, 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 tragic. So yeah, there it is but, uh, weird that like now there's this big renaissance, especially in the genres that, especially me and Nick, but also even shit like like you have the Scots as a single on vinyl, like even yeah. even in like the rap world, you know. Are you calling me out right now? No, <laughs> I think that's cool. I love that song. Jordan said it's a good song. Is it, okay, is it, is it a bad thing to like that song? No, no, I'm okay, totally cool, joking. I thought like, you I, I like that song. I think. I think if I would have gone back, I probably wouldn't have gotten a single for a pressing. I, but I, I it, COVID had just hit. Yeah. But and I was like, I want to spend my money. I had a single know? of a uh, YMCA by the Village People for a while. Let's go. But yeah, I bought this vinyl like last year, and I mean, I listened to it. I don't know. It's not like I listen to it once a week or anything. But I, I do like whenever I want to hear the album. And I'm not like, and I'm, I'm like just in my apartment or if I'm cooking dinner or something like, Mm -hmm. like I do that with every vinyl that I have. Like if I have the vinyl and I'm in my living room or kitchen, I'm like, well, I have to play the vinyl because I spent probably too much money on it. I also like the reason I like vinyls is because like, sometimes it's nice to have like the analog effort of it. It feels more like tangible. Yeah. So I do. It gives you like, it's, it's, it's almost like a like a thing that you can't articulate but i do relate to it a lot uh like the the sensation that people talk about that's like you you just kind of appreciate it more whenever you take it out and you put it on the record you caress the grooves halfway through spit on it a little bit yeah yeah uh yeah and you like yeah you like rub it on like uh the grease from your forehead and you like uh, it's to lubricate it so it spins easier yeah, yeah, it's really good for it. Yeah, uh, make sure like every time you buy one, you uh, <laughs> you like wash it with soap and water, and then you immediately play it. Yeah, <laughs> see, I take I take graphite powder and I sprinkle it <laughs> over the whole. Thing. So it goes a little faster. <laughs> slicks it up. That would actually uh-huh. would that just make it like just not function? Like it just none of the groove. Yeah, like, I think you that just would fill in all the grooves. You actually. You actually can wash them with soap and water. You just have to make sure they're really dry before you put them on. Yeah. But, um, the piezoelectrics. <laughs> Dang. Man. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't really have much more to say about this album. Uh, <laughs> about this like, song. Really? I Bro, I was <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, dude, what I thought, I, dude, I knew you had to make a mistake because I was like, there's no way. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Okay. Last thing on the song, then. I love yeah. the piano following Taylor's vocals in the second verse on the song. It's very good. It's and I feel like okay. it's a detail that is probably easy to slip under the radar. But I was like, last th- like last five episodes, like since we asked, I'm like, I gotta like get back into it and go hard, going hard. <laughs> that is, I love that piano in that song. Yeah, like uh, I hear it song. every time I listen to it, but I um, yeah, I didn't like really notice it specifically again until you just mentioned it. But I think I um, I think I meant to say earlier, but I forgot. I think it's in the third verse. Um, no, it's in the bridge. It's in the bridge. He says, uh, I can't help how I feel. I don't think anyone can. I like that. It's like, sorry, like I'm unapologetically feeling this way. Like this, this is my feeling. Like, of course, like you can, you can act on it or not. Like there's more logic that goes into it, but like, mm-hmm. honestly, like I'm telling you, this is my feeling. 
and I, and, uh, and that yeah. that in tandem with all of this shit with the chorus, yeah, it's like I, it's crazy how good, how well written this song yeah. is. And talk about well written, like somewhere along the way, I think <laughs> is like one of my favorite songs by them overall. Okay, <laughs> like, it's uh, really really good. Yeah, there, there's just so many things in it. Like uh, I remember one time. Um, I think it was right after it was in COVID and me and my brother were living at my parents' house again. And, uh, like Dawes did this, um, this like rooftop live stream concert and, uh, and I bought tickets for it and we all watched it in the basement together. And like, uh, yeah, he would like, uh, um, like he always blasts music when he's taking a shower and like the next couple days, probably for like the next week, I heard him like playing Dawes music. Aww. Like, uh, like not, not like the entire playlist, but I was like, hell yeah, bro. Bro, that's yeah, such a like but, uh, massive bonding moment. That's just like, like unspoken rules of interpersonal relationships. Like, and no point was it completely yeah, uh-huh. sad, but you were like, oh yeah. And like, he had to have known that you heard it. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's like the things <laughs> yeah, you do yeah, where it's, you it's say awesome. like, you know, people who don't say I love you to each other, but it's just like, we don't need to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like that kind of thing. Where it's yeah. Like, oh, That's yeah. nice. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he, uh, yeah, I, I think it was like around like that time. Um, or maybe it was later because he texted me about it and we would have just talked about it if we were living in the same house. But, uh, I remember specifically he texted me about it and he was like, he was like, dude, I don't understand how Dawes like writes songs like this. Uh, I think it's in the first verse where he says, uh, uh, like she was as new and as ancient as the solar paneled. That shit is crazy. (laughs) That's a crazy line. Like that's insane. Yeah. Yes. And and, like uh, he texted me that and I was like, dude, like that was just a line that I've sang along to for years. And I never really even, uh, it got to the point where I'm just reciting it in my car. Like I'd never really thought about it until you just texted me about it. And like, the duality there, the juxtaposition is really like, even if it doesn't mean anything super significant, it's like, uh, like it, it kind of does whenever you, it means more whenever you paint it as a picture like that. Yeah. Like she was as new and as ancient, like, like she has these new modern qualities about her, but she also has kind of like this old soul quality about her. Yeah. But then you pair it with this, like this poetic, like, uh, this poetic figurative language about solar paneled hills because new the hills themselves laying are on the, solar the panels timeless are earth beneath them. Dude. Yeah. And, and the yeah. other thing, like I'm going to think about that shit when I see solar panels on a hill, I'll probably think of that shit. Maybe not every time. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not most of the time, uh, but it's going to happen. And I'll be like, damn. Well, it's just like, it's just like in most people, uh, not off of this album, but it is off of an album we did on the podcast off of, uh, um, God, what is the album oh, called? All favorite stories. I don't know, what is it? All your favorite <laughs> uh, stories don't end. Yeah, That's yeah. What it's I called. was like, stories uh, is in yeah. the name. Yeah, yeah, but um, I need to really. Uh, it's in. Yeah, it's in the song. Most people on there, he says, like January Christmas lights under billion year old stars. She comes up with more of what is lost than what is found, and it's That's uh, crazy. Like. He like he likes to hit people with the little pepper in the the juxtaposition. It is, but, yeah. but and also like there's there's even for me like the, that line she was as new as this ancient as the solar paneled hills. Like I, I interpret the song more of like 
it's a it's a vignette about this person just going through the struggles of like you know mild manneredness to like I'm doing my own thing and then oh that shit's not working out and like stuff is getting lost somewhere along the way like it's what it's like that but also that line for me is like the hubris of youth also wrapped up into that where it's like you're you're new to all of this shit but like these aren't new problems this has been a tale as yep. old as time like that is ancient from a human standpoint also your personal experience you're like soul and then also like the the literal landscape having new technology on that shit. like and it's i don't know 10 words 15 words <laughs> yeah nuts and and uh it, it's not something that really resonates until you listen to the song multiple times because you don't really know that the song is about a breakup until like halfway through or like towards the end of it but like the the first couple lines in the song like she went from table manners to tunnel vision she went from to table manners farewells to tunnel vision <laughs> that's all like <laughs> that's all like that's all like growing up like growing out of youth and like yeah. there's a bit of a jump there from like like from like proper youth into like your own life and then tunnel vision like doing what you want to do and doing what you want to do so much that you end whatever like like a whatever future you had with this like person with this main character like, burn, I, burn like bridges that you probably didn't yeah, need yeah. to or you know, not even yeah. maybe not even as active as that, but just like, oh, like I ignored this thing and it atrophied that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and like uh and like they've written so many songs like this that uh, like I just tend to think that they're all from a first person perspective, but maybe he just writes really good heartbreak songs. I don't know. But uh, there's a few on this album. Um, like there's there's multiple on this fucking album. As well. Yeah. But like like I just think about it all the time. I'm like, man, like if these are all anecdotal like mm. he's going through it to get all this out <laughs> <laughs> like, like to, to be able to like like i'm sure it, i'm sure it helps him to write all this stuff and like uh, yeah. to, i'm sure it helps him like wrap his like um his mind about like his own feelings if they are like uh, if the songs are anecdotal but um yeah i'm like damn like god he's like <laughs> he's just in like a verse or two it's just like man like is this like everything that i've felt like like a it just feels so like exact almost to like <laughs> to i don't know it's like the, it, my experiences like like recent and past with with heartbreak yeah. you know and i think and i think so. it's a testament to the idea that for me what the line of she is was as new and as ancient as the solar panels that's what it feels like to me where it's like these are fresh experiences of pain and longing and loneliness for me but like it's been a part of the human experience. I'm not alone in this. It's been as yeah. long as people have had interpersonal relationships and we've had like things new, man. Empathy Nothing. and sympathy. But also it's like I think that it's it's it like that yeah, that's people talk about like, oh, I've never lived like an individual experience or whatever. Like it's funny, but also <laughs> like you still like if it's new to you, it's still a valid and memorable experience. Oh, and it's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's kind of what we talked about with things happen, where it's like, don't go militant with it. But if you're ever spiraling, sometimes it's nice to be like, <laughs> there's no way I'm the first person to go through this. Someone yeah. will be able to help me. Let me ask. That kind of thing. Um, yeah. I mean, even, even if you were to just look at the choruses of this album, not even the verses, 
you can still realize like, oh, this is someone who like you were talking about, like if these are all actual antidote or anecdotes or even like half of them are. <laughs> damn, dude, that shit hurts. Like this song. Every- it was just a good songwriter. Dude. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You're either <laughs> you're either good. these are anecdotes or you just are really good at analyzing situations and conveying things because like the choruses in this one they change up both of them but both of them are equally painful like yeah it, well like uh, there's like there's three choruses and the last one's different too yeah like, yeah, yeah that's the, true it's, yeah it, it's just it's just like a, it's just the tagline somewhere along the way that like ties the whole yeah. song together somewhere along the way the dots didn't all connect the promise became regrets That you've always been to me And may all your favorite bands Stay together I'm just waking up And I'm not thinking clearly So don't quote me think everyone can relate to that like that shit cuts like a fucking knife through butter for me where it's like yeah (laughs) like i i said i would do these things and i whether i'm calling myself out or like my partner is or my friend like i've let someone down and i fucking hate that i did that yeah you know the dream and the circumstance there's yeah yeah the dream and the circumstance continue their tortured dance like I mean the whole second verse. So I hope that life without a chaperone is what you thought it'd be. I hope your brother's El Camino runs forever. I hope the world sees the same person that you always were. <laughs> that, that's yeah. so good. Are, like, was a that's really good, dude. dude. <laughs> so, the, and, and it's six words, five words. The dream, or no, no, I guess that's nine words. Whatever. But like the dream and the circumstance continue their torture dance. I've want, I want to do X, Y, and Z as I go through life with this partner, but life fucking gets in the way. And it's just a constant battle of the spectrum between being able to live through this and also like I just can't fucking do it, whether it be my own doing or or things out of my control. Yeah. That's crazy. And infinitely so loud. She yeah. was a lullaby uh, like personified, a- my vision in the mist, but her contacts were all promoters <laughs> and a West Side therapist. I really love the second verse because it's kind of him like being like, yeah, I was like, I was drunk in love in this relationship, but like, I, sh- I kind of should have known, like, 
I kind of should have had my like not even like guard or blinders up, but like I kind of should have been prepared that it might not go my way. Like, uh, like, like, kind of should have thought about like maybe like even though I love this right now, like I should really cherish it because just situationally, like this, this person, person that I know, I know so much about them. Like, like they seem like the kind of person that might kind of dip out. <laughs> the, the five AMs, the worried friends, the parting of her lips. But I needed to witness someone wrestle with what it means to just exist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, and that's like, that's him saying like, like I needed to be in this situation. Like, even though I know it probably wasn't logically the best thing for me, like, even though I knew that this person might not want to be like the person for me, like I, maybe I needed to see that. Maybe like, maybe this needed to be my learning experience. So that you could take it into I love Whatever you're going with. I love that little part where he says the 5 a.m.s, the worried friends, and then he changes the way he says the parting of her lips because it's like, it's negative, negative. And then he's like, God, but she was But so there's cool. still something. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, it's still like, bro, she kind of bad, though. She talks it, but she's yeah. bad, you know? Like, that's, and that, yeah. Yeah. It, and then, uh, like, the... Yeah, I mean, he, he, gets a, he gets a little roasty in this song. How, how her only plan in life, life was getting lost. Yeah. And then how but, she took me to the edge and made me watch like her falling off the cliff of like, like yeah. that's crazy, dude. <laughs> and we don't have to, we don't have to read the whole song. I know that's kind of, <laughs> what we're doing, I do, I do love Bro, the second verse second and the second chorus. We're ever going to talk about, we can kind of fucking <laughs> expo, expose. <laughs> we can, we can do whatever we want. But, uh, I think like, honestly, the, the biggest part of the song, like the last thing I want to talk about, you guys can talk about more stuff, but I love Let's that see. last chorus so much. Oh, the last chorus? Okay, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. But somewhere? Yeah, but somewhere along the way, I started to smile again. I don't remember when. Somewhere along the way, things will turn out just fine. I know it's true this time. it's like it's like you know like yeah i went through this like intoxicatingly powerful like like experience of love in my life but like like i know i can feel that again or like i know like i know like as weird as it sounds to say like uh as like as unique as like each person that you love feels in your life like like sure those loves are different like with different people that you love and whatnot but like that that feeling of love always has like a common thread between it and even though all those things feel unique it's not like like people don't really have soulmates like there might be like there might be like a great there's so many great people that you can figure out a future with <laughs> like, and yeah. like there's it, it's it's weird the number of people that like when you think about it you're like 
Yeah, like I mean, like if all the if all the things go right, if all the mm-hmm. steps go right along the way, like which like they never do, and that's why you only marry like one or a couple people in your life. Like, hopefully, one. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> or, uh, like or uh, none, if you don't want that either. Or none. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But like, uh, yeah. I mean, like, it's it's funny how powerful and strong that feeling can feel, and yet if all those little things go right along the way, you can feel it with so many different people. Yeah. I mean, it's like like, a, it's a strange simultaneous truth is what I'm trying to get. Yeah. No. And I feel that. And as someone who, you know, like I've, I've, I got very lucky. Like the reason that Vic and I met each other was because the why offered, they said, Hey, if you will pay for your lifeguarding certification classes, if you work for us for a year, if they didn't have that promotion, Vic wouldn't have started working there. Never would have met her. But now that's the person <laughs> I plan on like being wed to and spending. You already are wed to her well, brother. Well, right, but, but like, My plan is to like, you know, spend until one of us dies together. Like oh, yeah, the only, yeah, sure. the, the thing that set that emotion was the why having a staff shortage for lifeguards, you know, so it's like the butterfly effects. Crazy. There's, you know, that's why we ride for the YMCA. No, we, we don't. YMCA. I hated that job. The only good thing <laughs> that came out of that was meeting my now wife, um, mm-hmm. which is a very good benefit. But yeah, I was going to say, uh, dude, you don't, you don't like the why after that. I, dude? I didn't get enough <laughs> hours or pay. Like basically my paycheck was spent on gas going to work and Bojangles for dinner because I worked until 930 and my parents ate dinner and went to bed before. That's how little they paid you, dude. I got seven fifteen hours. Still open at nine hours a week. Nine hours a week. Dog shit. <laughs> fuck that. No, no. I, I have. Fuck that. Yeah, that is a little. Bro, I was grinding harder than that at Lowe's Foods. I bro, wanted I was, to. I was grinding before both of y'all at Dario, bro. I wanted in the you summers. Were? In the summers, I would hit it harder, right? But like the sauce and glizzies. The Y closes at nine, so like. What the hot dog. Yeah, that's how sh- the shifts were three hours. If you wanted more than three hours a day, you had to pick up more shifts. In the Bruh. summer, they might have been five. I, I think my were like five hours or six hours. I think I think in the summer they Diff- were five, but still, shit sucked. I, um, I did only work in the summertime though. I saw only so. got paid seven fifty, which was twenty five cents above minimum wage. Guess what minimum wage still is in North Carolina? Uh, not seven twenty five. Pretty sure it's still 725. Man, I had one I could have said anything and it would have been right. Yeah. Except for that. <laughs> yeah. Nah, you're no, you're right there. Uh, and I worked for the Y it's in 2016. Mm. Um Yeah, it, inflation isn't real. We no, haven't it's had fake, any of it's that, fake. We know? don't need market adjustments uh, for dude. You wanna fucking live? As a part time, as as a as a lifeguard, you want to be able to live. Just get another. Oh job. hell no! Just work three you baby, more jobs. Goo goo gaga. You dumbass. Just leave leave the Y. Smell like chlorine your whole shift at McDonald's. <laughs> let, let your knuckles crack and bleed into the people's food because of the chlorine, chlorine so like dehydrating them, and then go home exhausted. I, I need to stop. I'm gonna. I'm getting doomer. 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 Yeah, dude, stop it, bro. This isn't. Adventure, the misadventures of Doom Scroller. Okay, we can't fucking. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah. Uh, but my yeah. my a thing, different. I love just so you know, just so you know, Jordan, it's a different Dawes album. Yeah, it's the oh. newest one, right? 
Just yeah, just so you just so you're in on the joke. It's called you what? Friendly the, Doom Scroller. The Misadventures <laughs> of Doom Scroller. It has like a it has like a strangely cringe name, but like a the Misadventures <laughs> of Doom. No, that's a song. Yeah, like, that's the cringe. song I remember the most. Oh, okay, okay. No, okay, no, okay. no. Like that's not a song on it. It's a like th- that is the name of the oh, album, the but the album? there's no song. Shit, my bad. Yeah. All right, it's been uh, a while. But like, uh, I think there's like um, there's like a interlude or like an outro of a song that's called like doom scroller tries to relax or something like that and like they never say that they never say doom scroller in any of the songs but uh it's like it does deal with um yeah it's i don't know like like the 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 problems and the like the mental conflict of modernity and like dealing with social media and like uh other things but I mean, because they, yeah, they probably I just hate that wrote and recorded that shit what? during, like, quarantine, right? Uh, maybe. Like, I, I'm not sure if they recorded it then. Everyone was fucking depressed. Yeah, but he definitely could have written it then. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's someone else's cafe slash Doom Scroller Tries to Relax is the first song. Um, yeah. But yeah. my last thing for Somewhere Along the Way was actually, is right before your last thing, which was... I've always loved, and on a long drive from El Paso to the Pacific Ocean Cliffs, I finally felt connected to the continental drift. Like, just somewhere along this long journey, I finally connected with, like, what it means to be human and to feel like just... The continental drift is, like, plate to touch. Part of something bigger. Yeah, when it's, like, part of something bigger. You're like, oh. And then right before that, or that, that immediately is before the somewhere along the way I started to smile again. Like all of the like, oh, yeah. things get better than they did. Yeah. I tell people all the time, like, like I don't really get it, but like when I'm at a place, like just something about wide open spaces, just feel like they like ground me and like help me, I don't know, like level out. And yeah. Like it feels like a sustained thing. Like I'll I'll go to like a significant place, and I'm sure travel plays a part in it. But like, I mean, just like uh, like when we drove out to Colorado to like help you move out. For me, was like driving through Kansas. Once you hit the western part of Missouri and then get into Kansas, you hit like a Zen state where you're just like, yeah, life is short and we are small and that's okay. You know, know, (laughs) yeah, yeah, and it's like, but it's like, it's it's wild to be like like. There's just a minor, very, very minor hills and valleys like driving through Kansas and you get up on one of the hills and like as far as you can see, it's just like <laughs> land, like no trees, just <laughs> land. Just Maybe land, may- a few barns every like hundred acres and some windmills yeah. and irrigation and structures. It's like, man, like it's it, just being in a new place like that, seeing that expansive of a site it kind of helps you realize kind of how small you are and like helps like take some significance and emphasis off of your problems. But also it's like people just live such different lives than me. <laughs> like it's like, like who, who lives here? Like I, like I'd love to just like meet someone at a gas station. Who's like, like who, whose life is spent here in this place where they it like, could not be more different. Wor- from from like don't worry about this yeah yeah don't worry about the things that i like get in a tizzy about like every little day where i'm like 
like, oh God, I, I didn't know about this pre-sale for this concert and now the tickets are going to be $300 instead of regular retail, $120. Like, they're just like, uh, nah, bro, I'm, I'm going to um, like harvest some corn. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. or, or like, or not even that, not even like a rural farmer, just like, just like someone living out in that area. I'm sure like, like everyone's connected on the internet now, but yeah. like, it's just different experiences, you know, like... I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to quantify, but it's hard to really articulate. But it's one thing I've always loved about their music is their music and Jason Isbell's music. But it kind of makes it makes you feel uh, makes me feel like like I'm part of a a bigger thing, or it gives me a little more empathy, or it gives me like these emotional perspectives that like. I didn't understand before and it helps it helps me like see them and fully understand them from both sides and uh, yeah and and I think that's also why I you know I probably could have had other experiences and and shit if I had gone to like you know a school like even in like Winston you know where where Jordan's from but like going to school in like farm country like extremely red like in sixth grade, people were afraid they were going to be killed because Obama got elected because he hates Christians and wants to kill them. Like that type of like <laughs> propaganda that was just espoused by my like fourth grader, you know, classmates. Like like growing up in that part of the country really, I mean, it, it just makes you able to understand as so much more where you're like. A lot of it is just because people are scared because they're being let down by every system of power that should be helping people. Like, and we'll we'll talk more about it with with the album next week. But like a song that's going to be on the album next week, like there's things that just transcend whatever your day to day problems are. When you get down to it, there are like human elements to fear and dealing with other shit. And so growing up in that part of the country and specifically like the town that we grew up in, it's like, I know that like people do bad shit, but they're not necessarily bad people, you know? And so that helps a lot with being like, oh, well, they probably only hold that opinion because they've never met a gay person beyond like having a gay classmate and then like some other preacher who's got like this systemic like years of misinformation being like, oh, if a person's gay, they want to fuck you because you're a dude. Like you don't want to, you don't want to fuck everyone that identifies with the gender you're attracted to, do you? It's the same, I, but but like people don't know that because they're not taught that, and it's all it's all I just love, a lack of education and knowledge, you know. And so that God, that has helped that. a lot as an adult with with empathy and and approaching situations, you know. Yeah, I I love hearing like gay people talk about like uh like insane country redneck people where they're like you're scared that i want to have sex with you why would i ever want to have sex with you you are not my type (laughs) it's uh, god it's it's so funny the craziest is shit where they're like someone comes out and they're like oh well when you come for family vacations you can't stay in the same room as your siblings and it's like i don't want to fuck my by sibling <laughs> because I'm gay, dog. I don't Wait, that's crazy. I've never heard of that before. No, that happens. Like, that exists. Yeah. I've never heard of that. No, it, it's straight up. That's and crazy. it's like, bro, I, 
It's it's it. No, they're not like you don't uh, it's contagious, brother, Jamie. You don't do get it. You? you don't get it, mom. You know, type shit where it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And it's just it's just people don't know, and so they're told by like the people they view as knowledgeable on things, and those people don't know. So then it's just yeah. it's the blind leading the blind into like just disastrous situations for society. You know, but yeah. it's but it's also it if you can like find a way to relate and then educate then you know they'll see that like oh yeah that's kind of crazy uh you know and and so and so growing up in that area helped a lot with that and yeah that's that's kind of driving through just parts of the country like that i have the same thing where i'm just like bro we all just some people for real you know exactly yeah for real for real um but yeah um Next song. Next song, baby. Don't send me away. Don't send me away. Don't send me away. Is a very is the, the interesting vibe compared to the rest yeah. of the album. And this is mm-hmm. what... I don't know how else to describe I don't know how to describe it other than that's the song that sounds the most like the next Dawes album. Because you, you showed me this album in high school. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. Passwords <laughs> came out. And I tried to listen to mm-hmm. it, and I didn't really. Well, wait. Fuck uh, or, or well, the next album is. Um, we're all gonna live. Uh, we're all gonna die. We're all gonna die, and then there was the live album. We're all gonna live. But like the next one, I tried to check out. I guess was it was when passwords came. Passwords. Out. And I, I didn't you. love a lot of it, and this one sounds a lot like that. But I really like this song, so I think I just need to. I need to sit down and go through like, all of their discogs sometime. I think is what I've yeah. learned. From that song. This this song always threw me off with like the very rhythmic guitar, like like of course all the songs have rhythm guitar, but it, it sounds like the guitar itself like almost sounds synthesized on like a some sort of loop machine, <laughs> like yeah. because it's so precise. Like like it's it just sounds really interesting. Like you're talking about, like it, it with the sounds drums different and from like. And so it it very much sounds just like loop looped. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. And it does like uh like towards the end of the album when they like rip into the guitar solo mm-hmm. like it, i feel like that gives the guitar like a lot more room to breathe and scream like that kind of dynamic difference oh, between it, the I, like looping hypnotic nature shit. of the song i yeah the the bridge i fucking love it i'm getting on the freeway your jacket's in my car your ashes in my ashtray and i'm there with you wherever you are and then the guitar solo i fucking love it it's so good yeah Like th- this song, like a uh, very much feels like Belladonna by um yeah the Avett Brothers, where it's like 
just like this guy, this guy's at his lowest low and he's like, he's like doing everything he can to, to like, to stay with this person. Like you can send me a message if you don't want to talk and make sure I don't interrupt. Like uh-huh. that's like, that's already right there. Like submitting yourself to not having a verbal conversation. It's like, it's like, yeah, if this, but if you need to just text me, yeah, just text me. Uh, yeah. Like we don't need to talk. Uh, yeah. Like that's what it feels like to me at least. Like, yeah, it might help you let it go. It's hard for you. I know to act like you're not giving up. Like at least, at least you can recognize some of that yourself that the other person is like fading away from like the, from the thing that you have, but and then the, the like, pleading it's of all, the chorus. Yeah, it's it's already it's already resigning. It's like it's like you're not really holding a position. It's just like you feel like you're at a place where if you try and hold the position, nothing's gonna happen. So you just let it all go, and you're like, do anything you need to walk walk all over me if you need to, as yeah. long as we can keep going. Just just pure but, uh, like desperation, just like. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Desperation. Yeah, that's exactly. I've never been there ever in <laughs> yeah, my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, None of us would understand that actually. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I can't relate to this. One. That's why I hated this album because I couldn't relate to it at all. Man, this album sucks. This album sucks. About the lyrics, that this album was gonna mean a lot. But but like, but don't send me away. There's nowhere else I'm gonna go. Don't send me away. I know that's what you want to do. And then the second chorus is, but don't send me away. This is where I'm supposed to oh, be. Send don't send me away. You don't know what you do to me. And then like, don't send me away over and over. But like even the second verse, you can send me a picture of the room you're in with your evening downtown view, the way the city spreads when you're laying in your bed. You can send it so I know what I stand to lose. Like if I'm in this like desperate spot, just fuck it. Send me another picture to make me feel even worse. Like I like just to remind me what the fuck I'm going to miss if I continue going on. Yeah. And then the getting on the freeway with that guitar solo, like the piano that rips in when he's belting out and I'm there with you wherever you are. Goosebumps. Yeah. That shit rips, man. There's actually a version of the song that honestly, I feel like you might like more, Jamie. I think I've grown to enjoy this one more, but, um, there's a like there's an earlier version of this song that they released on the tenth anniversary edition of Nothing Is Wrong, which is the album that uh, like Little Bit of Everything and uh, Moon in the Waters on. But those uh, those are like er- if I had to do like top songs of all time, those are like top fifteen, both of them. Yeah, I really like <laughs> yeah, them. yeah. It's crazy how good those songs are. Yeah, they're both like I remember the, I think the first time I heard Moon in the Water was I think it was freshman in. I think I was a freshman in college because I just remember sending it to you and being like, damn, this one hurts, doesn't it? And we were just both like, God, dude, what? God, this is crazy. It's Moon, Moon <laughs> in the Water is a song, like you talked about at the beginning, you found this shit and you were like, this is, it gets better every time I listen to it as I get more life experience. Moon in the Water is so much yeah. for that for me. Where yeah. it... Every every time I look introspectively and see things I don't like and things that I love in in Vic, I ju- I feel it every time I listen to that song, I feel it even more. Where it's like yeah. you're this you're this ethereal being that I'm just trying so hard to understand where I am, what you need, and how I can get there. 
And like, that's not fully what the song is. The song is a little more like, oh, we broke up and now I understand why. I've had a lifetime to learn. I pray I don't fucking get to that point. Like, I don't want that to end. But it's like... No, you're good, bro. You're but good. it's, yeah, I mean, that song, every time I listen to it, I'm like, this hits harder every fucking time. Um, but yeah, yeah, I fucking... I, I would be interested. Okay, so it's on, so it's on like the 10th anniversary of that. Okay, I'll have to check out yeah. that version. Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember them posting about it whenever they officially released it, like offic- uh, released that deluxe edition. The don't send me away bonus was- track. Yeah, yeah, and it's got a lot of organ in it, so I figure you. Mm, I like love it. that Leslie. It's all over this album. Mm-hmm. Love that shit. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, and the the title track is is next. Um, Beautiful. All your favorite bands, which would include Dawes for Nick. Ayo, 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 ayo. Next ayo. album for both me and Nick probably would be would fall in. And me probably too. Yep, yeah, you too. for sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. I love the Arctic Monkeys. No, it's not right. <laughs> oh, I love uh, Jason it's, it's, Isbell. Oh. It's Peach Pit's newest secret album. Uh, <laughs> it's the secret It's album. unreleased. Yeah, they sent it to us because they knew we were ending the podcast. Yeah, they were uh, like, this one's for This one's so you can really build an audience. Please no, please no. Um, <laughs> I beg, I beg, I yeah, all your favorite bands. That's a song that just it was. It was magical sing, seeing uh, Turnpike play all your favorite bands at Bonnaroo. Um, I'm I, sure, like Evan Felker didn't sing it. The bass player sang it, but like, this it was still, is it was still this great. is another fucking situation where I saw shit live that in the moment I enjoyed, but I would get ten times the experience out of it, seeing it now. Like I saw Jason Isbell on the something more than free tour. We talked about that album. Yeah. That was what got me into yeah. him. However, that meant that I didn't know like half the songs he fucking played. And now yeah. if I could see and he was playing some again, old stuff then. I'm sure I would just be brought to fucking tears. I saw elephant. He'd probably play like, I saw elephant cover me yeah. up. Children of children, 24 frames, Palmetto Rose, like all of like it's so much of something more than free. And then like traveling alone, Fucking like all kinds of shit that would move me in ways that I couldn't have even comprehended when I saw them my sophomore year of high school. You know, mm, it'd be like that. Damn, that's really early. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was. Let me look at my word document of all my concerts, but I think it was 2015 that I saw him, the old uh, G Borough Amphitheater, if I remember. Yeah, October. No, no, no. It was 2016. G-Bro. October 2016 in Greensboro. Um, I also kick myself every time I think of like, we were just a little too late to see John Prine open or like I was buying my like merch God. at that time. And now I'm like, God, God. damn it. God, he, <laughs> he just writes, he just writes beautiful. Like talk about like a, like one of the greatest, like to me, he's like one of the greatest songwriters Phenomenal. I've like ever heard. Like, a, and like, I love like Taylor Goldsmith, like, uh, the singer for Dawes. Um, and like, I love Jason Isbell, but I mean, John Prine, like, I don't know. I just watch interviews with him and, uh, like there, there's a really great interview. It's like close to an hour long with, uh, him and Sturgill Simpson, mm-hmm. um, where like, he's talking about like, uh, the beginning of his career and, uh, Sturgill's like chiming in with funny stories and stuff, but like how, how he only knew like, like, four or five basic chords and he like taught himself how to finger pick 
And then like he just wrote, he, like he'd been writing for a little while. It wasn't like he just sat down and like wrote something amazingly beautiful the first time he ever wrote anything. But like his first album, his, his first album, probably two thirds of the songs in like the 70s, I think all like still ring true to this day <laughs> like and they're all like just beautiful and concise and like empathetic and the biggest one from that album is angel from montgomery but love like, that song uh, yeah like that, that's a great song but like sam stone um hello in there i think there's a song called your american flag can't get you into heaven i love that song Ooh. Uh, <laughs> no that's uh, political your, it's your flag decal Okay, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. what? Your flag decal. Your flag won't decal get you anymore. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but there's there's one that I think I'm forgetting off of there that I need to look up. John Prime. I always really I know like a Quiet Sp- Spanish pipe dream is on there. A Spanish quiet man. I don't, I don't think I know that off the top of my head, but Donald and Lydia is really good. Yeah. Six um, o'clock news goes hard. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Illegal smiles good. I, is, no, sorry, wait, did you say this is another Dawes album? No, this is no, John no, no, Prine. This, this is an album a... that came out on January first, uh, nineteen seventy one. Okay, yeah. you, you guys were just talking about it because you wanted to see him at Bonnaroo or something. No, no, no. So it? he opened. So, so he was a massive influence for Jason Isbell and other artists as well. But he mm-hmm. was a massive oh, influence for Jason Isbell and there for the Something More Than Free tour they toured together. And so he opened for Jason Isbell. And so that's what I was saying. I, I missed out because I didn't know at the time that I could have seen, you know, got to witness that live. Instead. I was like, I was buying like shirt, like shirts at the merch booth or whatever, which I love that shirt. It's, mm-hmm. it's a great shirt. I don't, it's not that I don't wish I didn't get that, <laughs> but I hate because, because he also, he passed away in 2021 oh. or 2022 i don't remember but he passed away Dang. and so yeah that's that so is an i will important never piece get that context. opportunity again so i just i kind of missed out on that because i at the time i just yeah. didn't know you know yeah, yeah he's his, got some bangers yeah. i mean that album is wonderful souvenirs it's one of my favorite songs by him and also speed of the sound of loneliness beautiful mm. Mm, so good but uh but yeah all your favorite bands um Starting Late off, even starting off fries. with that fucking mm. grand piano, like I immediately start to get moved. Mm. I'm like, this is going to be some real mm-hmm. shit. Late night drives and hot French fries and friends around the country. Charlottesville to good old Santa Fe When I think of you you still got on that hat that says let's party I hope that thing is never thrown away Right here <laughs> He's gonna spit He's uh, about to spit fucking heat Literally two of the best things in the world Late night drives and hot french fries Like two common <laughs> denominators That like if you don't like Driving at night you with the windows down In the summer human. you're fucked up <laughs> If you don't like If you don't like like fresh Hot salted french fries Like Bruh. if you get if you get the fresh batch of waffle fries 
from Chick Fil A or like. Just, if we you don't just get like, Chick-fil-A sorry, here. wait. We don't support Chick-fil-A. During Pride? I take it back. During Pride? During Pride? During Pride? I take it back. I take it back. During Pride? Also, waffle fries? Overrated. Amazing. You think so? What? Overrated. Okay, that's that's a bad take. They're good. To me, they're to good, me, I've. But they're overrated. I've never understood why I like them so much. <laughs> like I, I like them more than the more than the the chicken sandwich. I think. Like, uh, uh, sorry. Like, we can cut this whole segment. Bojangles fries. Just get Bojangles fries. Get those, dude. Oh. Steak sorry. Fries. Quickest, quickest, quickest story ever, dude. I got Bojangles the other day. They forgot seasoning. They forgot the ass. seasoning on them. I'm not even joking. I had to just salt them. No, no. I had to just salt them. No, because dude. I got them door dashed, so oh, I couldn't go back and like, dude. No. But like, I, I probably would have checked it anyways. Budget? But dude, they uh, I, th- they were like plain fries, no no seasoning. And I was like, it's the most disappointed I've ever been. Like they That's tasted so disgusting. Bro. That's diabolical. It's actually That's horrific, dude. <laughs> That's, That's actually up. so bad. That's a crime. I think they were plotting. They, they were trying to make you stop door dashing. Convention, but I'm not sure. It was, dude. Uh, it was. No, I. Like a Bojangles fry, you can't beat it. A well-seasoned, fresh Bojangles fry. Steak fries mm-hmm. with that seasoning salt they use, immaculate. Honestly, I'm like, usually I say steak fry is like the worst fry, but something about sometimes. What they well, do. because yeah. it's, it's the, I don't think it's the worst, but I think it's the most high-risk, high-reward fry cut. Fair enough. It's... It's because like something about the difference, shitty as fuck or incredible. There's it doesn't. Really the difference have between like Bojangle steak fries and like Red Robin steak fries. Red Robins are like they're like the worst fries on the planet. Yeah, You're right. Like why are they unlimited? That's why they're unlimited. They're, is because they're no, the worst fl- Burger fries. Burger King the fries are the worst fries on the planet, but they're like second. Nick, I, I used to have to get like the garlic fries at Red Robin because they were so like getting the plain fries at Red they're Robin awful. were so insufferable. Oh, dude. also In-N-Out fries are pretty dog shit as well. Oh, they're so if bad. If you dog they're animal so bad. style it, they're horrendous. Nah, even if you animal style, bro, no, it, it, style it was hard fine, to get through those fries. Like, nah, it's it, like was, it was hard. It was onion. hard. I got it when I was in Colorado for the first time. Yeah. It was hard. To yeah. eat those fries, those fries even with animal fries style. I was like, peanuts that they fried. I swear oh, to God, there's no, God, dude, they're so bad. They're, they're, they're atrocious. So bad. The double double, I thought they were a okay. very good burger, especially for how cheap it yeah. is. Even out here, it's still cheap. But the fries are, it, it is really good are atrocious. They're, they're so bad. Um, but yeah, late night drives, fucking hot French fry, like Charlottesville. Charlottesville. I, I heard that. I, I was like, that's in the song. That that was pre riots. It's in the song. Like yeah, Charlottesville yeah, yeah, yeah. to good it's, old Santa Fe. Yeah. Like it's just a popular town in Virginia where like U of E. Is. No, yeah. no, no, I know, I know. I'm just saying like. But then in 20, I heard that I was like, in, oh, in, in 2018, 2019, no, I know, they I know. Dicey. I know. They ruined that one for us. I know, I know. From Charlottesville yeah, to the, good old Santa Fe. <laughs> yeah, the 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 verses in this song are are good, and they're like they're kind of tongue in cheek, kind of funny. Like especially the second verse, he says like, "No, nah, I'm just waking up and I'm not thinking clearly, so don't quote me." With one eye open, I'm writing you this song. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, and like, the verses are good, but the choruses, like, of course, are but, where it's at. But even song. even in verse two, the first part's tongue in cheek, but him saying, "Ain't it funny how some people pop into your head so easy." 
I haven't seen you there in so long. Like even that is like, yeah. God damn. Like the amount of people, especially I, I especially feel the song, like the first verse and then the second verse, but like moving away and leaving home and, and cutting ties. Like I would have felt this a little bit in Raleigh, but especially like moving across the country to where mm-hmm. I see like my best friends, you guys, and then Zach and Dylan and Sarah and Gonzo, like, and my family, I see y'all four times a year if I'm lucky. Yeah. Like yeah. this song, it doesn't hurt, but it it's the most like direct, like immediate feeling of loneliness and like the beauty that comes with like, it's great that I have all of these meaningful relationships that cause me to even feel like wistful and lonely. But like my face, some of my favorite memories for the last two years have been times where I traversed the continental United States to then just like drink with you guys at a bar <laughs> or just eat $5 burgers at, at a fucking yeah. restaurant or just like get shit faced around Nick's coffee table on a couch, you know? So yeah. this song, like, I don't want to discount how much the, the verses in the song also hit. They hit for me, they hit just as hard as the choruses in this one. Yeah. And it's just because oh, yeah. of like the experience I've had of, moving away and feeling isolated and lonely and wistful for like, fuck, why am I even out here? And now it's like, we have our own network out here. And that's also a beautiful thing that's mentioned in, in the first verse as well. Like, or, or not the first verse, but throughout the song where he talks about, it's just kind of like, yeah, like I've got friends like from Charlottesville to Santa Fe. Like I've got people, I've got this diaspora of my own personal connections all across, you know, from being a touring musician, I would assume would be his point of view here. Yeah. But and not like a like an arena touring musician like eating at a bar where maybe sometimes you're paid like gas money and like a, a meal or something like that you know so it's it's a kind of it, it, this this song is so multi dimensional for me that if I ever want to focus on one emotion I can do that but just overall it's it's just incredible all the way through on top of the yeah. grand piano which might be the most like emotive instrument to me. Yeah, yeah, the course is really I was I hope that life without a chaperone is what you thought it'd be. I hope your brother's Camino runs forever. I hope the world sees the same person that you've always been to me. And may all your favorite bands stay together. I was just telling someone the other day, like, um, I love, uh, I love hearing how people resonate, uh, with the things that I love and like seeing if yeah. they resonate with them in a different way. And like, it does, like, it definitely does resonate with you in a different way. And like, it's, it's just neat to hear, like, that's your lived experience and how it relates to the same set of words and music <laughs> that I've loved for yeah. years like it's just it's just cool to hear another perspective and like uh like I always kind of thought that the song was about a breakup because like so much of the album sounds like it's about 
a breakup. Yeah. <laughs> like it, mm-hmm. it uh, but uh, like uh, I think I read, I read somewhere that uh, Taylor said it wasn't even really inspired by a breakup. It wasn't like wishing someone well, like uh, like wishing someone all the best, like after you leave them. It was kind of just about like, uh, like, like seeing like the childlike spirit in just kind of like strangers or like or like maybe someone you haven't seen in a while and like running into them again and being like oh wow like like you really still have a lot of like zeal for life like you you still like you still seem like like these dreams that you have that you had when you were like that you had when you were like 18 like you've still got them at 28 and mm. like and nothing's really knocked you down a peg like that's amazing like I'm yeah I I, w- I wish I could do that and uh and that's like this the song's language kind of sounds like a farewell but it also kind of sounds like he's just like genuinely happy for them and like hope that this feeling sustains like i hope that life without a chaperone is what you thought it'd be i hope that your brother's el camino runs forever <laughs> and see, like and i see hope for, the world's yeah and like for yeah, me yeah i hope the world the sees the same is. person you yeah, always were to like me a, and may all your favorite bands stay together like it sounds like to me it sounds like a farewell song but it could like it doesn't have to be a romantic farewell song it could just be yeah. like crossing paths with someone and being like hey man like i hope it all works out for you like i love mm. what you're doing yeah and and for me like that's what this song that's another way this song is transformed because like when you first learned about it and you were like yo i'm kind of fucking like because that was about the time i started also getting my own agency in music and so we were like starting to talk shop in regards to music was like late <laughs> high school and then you know we all did it in college Bro, have you heard of the black keys yeah and so so that's <laughs> you showed this to me and so for like for me that's what i always thought it was but then whenever you pick this and i re-listened to it i was like this isn't a breakup song at all this is just like <laughs> For me, it wasn't even like a, oh, I like haven't seen this person in years and like I'm just wishing them farewell. For me, this is like what I have trouble articulating like when I'm back with like the people that raised me, both friends and family alike. Like when I'm back in North Carolina, this is the feeling I feel the last day and a half before I go where I'm just trying to soak up like all of the experience and then being like, in the utmost way, I I deeply yearn for life to treat you as well as I think it should. You know? Yearns for the life. And so so that's what it is for me. And that's why this song really fucks me up. If I, like, have been drinking, like, right now. Um, like, this song <laughs> really hurts because it's, like, I don't know. I think a constant thing I go through in life is, like, I grew up so, like, you know, like everyone where it's, like, or at least what I had, where it's like early on, it was like, I just, it, it wasn't like I said, I love you to everyone that I loved every day or whatever, you know? And so like, that's baggage. I've been shaking off, but it's like, I don't know if I've conveyed to the people I love how much I hope that life keeps, you know, treating them well or like they are happy and all that stuff. And so that's what this song feels like to me. And that's why the chorus, like, it's insane how much I can relate to. I hope the world sees the same person you always were to me and may all your favorite bands together. Like may the joy that you feel never dry up so that like you just continue to have excitement for life, you know? And so that's, that's where the yeah. song comes from for me. I, I like, it was a, it was a almost whiplash moment where I was like, 
this isn't a breakup song at all. This might be the most like wistful and hopeful thing I've ever heard. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that this song completely transformed for me from whenever the last time I listened to it was before you said you wanted to do this. And I was like, okay, time to sit down and fucking like listen to this shit, you know? Sit your ass down and listen. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's a great song. I love it. It is. I liked it too. I think this was the second time on this album where or I guess at my at least my first listen through, I was like, okay, I really enjoy this song. Like hey, yo, okay. somewhere along the way was okay. Like like after digging into them a little bit more, they yeah. I, I can see it. But like this is one that like just again from my own perspective, when I was listening to it, this is like the second time it was kind of like, oh okay, okay, I kind of I kind of like this song. And I think it's because of the music also, even on this one. But I was like, it, it's when you know you're doing something, you like stop. You're like, okay, let me let me let me listen to this a little bit more, you know, for what for whatever reason, but. Yeah, I completely get that. That's nice. But I can't think about I'm it now. I'm glad it. Oh. He said, uh-huh. uh Yeah, this the this song beyond, really like, gives a uh, crazy that that's the origin <laughs> of that shit. <laughs> the, this song really gives um uh feed the fire from uh like two albums later. It's just very like dissatisfied like angry and frustrated and like just like pointing fingers at all these different problems and like kind of trying to feel find a common thread but also just being pissed off you know and for me this is another one of my favorites on the record i think yeah i so first off it feels very sultans of swing by dire straits in the vibe yeah yeah how have i never thought of that yeah I was doing the God, fucking guitar part fucking that Martin Offler does. Um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Are, you, are we talking about... I- can't think about it now too yeah 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 that's, yeah, yeah uh-huh. we are okay, talking yeah. about the song that jordan alluded to with uh with that. <laughs> uh, masterful segue but yeah it's a it's another fucking great song i love it and yeah it, it feels very like the groove it's like two mm-hmm. steps away from sons of swing i swear with the with the yeah. melody of it which is not a that's not a slur i fucking love sons of swing it's by far my yeah. favorite dire straight song um yeah but you got a money for nothing guy I love Money from Nothing. You don't want to hear it. I know that's Dylan's favorite Dire Straits song. It's a very good one. Oh, yeah. But Sons of Swing, I think, is just those Those damn incredible. Those damn appliance installers, they got some dirty mouths, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, <laughs> man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, where did my Discord go? I want okay. my okay, MTV. Oh. Um, hey. But yeah, so, so can't think about it now. I think this is one of those ones. It's, it's very clearly like different vignettes, but it's also like... It's kind of like how how we live as people, right? Where you're like, you are an observer. And I, I don't know if you have this, but every now and then you're like, that's another person going through life, living an entirely different experience. And I'm just, oh yeah, I'm yeah. an NPC observer in their life. Like I have that where it's moments when I'm really fucked up. Like I'll be at a fucking club <laughs> and make and like look over oh. and just be like, I'm witnessing a scene, you know? Oh. It's also, I can't, on certain things, I cannot watch TV because I go, that's an actor playing a part. 
That's cringe that they're behaving like that. (laughs) I can't describe it, but I hate whenever I have those moments where I'm like, that's just a person who memorized a line in their like two story house or or like shitty apartment in New York. And then went on set after ripping like cigarettes and coffee and delivered that line. You know what? Like it takes whatever whatever substances you're referring to, you got to just start watching documentaries. <laughs> Maybe well, that's what it is. That's what I do. do. Yeah. That's genuine. Yeah. No. Literally. Um, but yeah. yeah, this one's one of those ones where I can't think about it now. It's it's excellent vignettes throughout of just like different things that are shitty circumstances, and then it yeah. ends with. But I can't think about that now. I love I love the. Um, I guess it's not a verse because I don't think it has a chorus. It just has like the little line over and over. Right. Uh Uh, But uh, so I guess it makes me wonder what I'm chasing. Like a dancer when she's breaking in her shoes, like sending men up to the moon just for the landing, displaying power we don't know how else to use. So I guess it makes me wonder what I'm chasing. Like a dancer when she's breaking in her shoes. Like sending men up to the moon just for the landing. Displaying power we don't know how else to use Sometimes it's more than I could handle Sometimes it's all the joy I found And it'll all end up on one side or the other But I can't think about it now Where it's like just feeling lost You took the words right out of my mouth And just figuring shit out And you're like what's it all for? And then you, sometimes it's more than I can handle. Sometimes it's all the joy I've found and it'll all end up on one side or the other, but I can't think about it now. And then a little guitar comes back in. Love this. Shit. Yeah. It's kind of a, uh, a similar sentiment to things happen. That's all they ever do. But it's like, sometimes it's yeah. overwhelming. Uh, on, honestly, sometimes it's my like boon for getting me through the day. Can't think about that though. got to keep on fucking going. Yeah, that that line about uh, like like sending people up to the moon just for the landing, displaying power we don't know how else to use. Like honestly, literally that line in this song, like that one thing, kind of like made me think about things on a deeper level when yeah. I was in high school. The first time I heard it, I was like, "Wait, like I've liked space for as long as I can remember, but like." I mean, he's kind of speaking facts. Like we've got all these, st- <laughs> yeah, yeah. The we, we've got all these. On the, the Saturn V rocket behind me in the diorama. <laughs> yes, we, we, we've got all these starving people and like this homeless, like issue. Like, could could we like divert some of that funding? And really, you could divert it from like defense spending before you, could do things you like divert it from create the TVA in the Great Depression. There you go. Yeah, and by coming, but, uh, what, what? but um. Uh, there's other ways to go about it than besides cutting like a like space uh (laughs) space funding but at the same time you probably could cut space funding a little bit too like it it, it wasn't even really fucking did that shit oh yeah true cut cut it again cut it again (laughs) take it down take it (laughs) but no like my thing was like more than just like like sure it reframed my initial relationships and understandings of like like how how things happen like 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 uh, the the way we launch things into space is we devote all of this money to it could we not 
devote some of that money into wiser places that help people live their normal lives. Yeah. And like, uh, but it was more than just about space. It was like, like there's, uh, it kind of taught me to think about like, uh, those systems in a broader way and like, think about, you know, like, yeah, like, like there's such a large disparity between, between the, the highest end and the lowest end, like everybody needs a baseline and we've like never had that before. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, just from two little lines, they inspired me to look into those things. I feel like that was kind of a, um, I don't know. It was a watershed moment for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Like, uh, like my thoughts and opinions were definitely solidified going through college, but like, that was that was one of those like seeds that got planted that was like was like you know things are different than the way you thought they were <laughs> they, things are different than the way than the facts that you thought you knew the facts that Buckle people up, told you were facts yeah the the things that people told you were facts that aren't that really absolute truths yeah that were opinions your yeah. mama's <laughs> your mama's what mama's um, world anymore. <laughs> this ain't no silver spoon feed no more, all right? Yo, my silver spoon has fed me good. Bar from a Super go. Rich Kids by Frank Ocean. Still fucking yeah. rinsing that. Song. Who's Frank Ocean? <laughs> um, Do you know Frank can rap? Uh, I did like um, uh, the only other like significant like little section that I liked out of that song was where he's talking about the the pact between the writer and the star. Um, he says, this is how mythology is written. <laughs> this is where the lawless jungles are. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, but he's just talking about the differences between the peop- the person who performs the song and the person who actually writes the song, like uh, being a pop star and like bringing a lot of uh, like money and attention into an area. And, but it all eventually betrays her. Yeah. You know? Like, and like maybe that's from maybe that's because it's from a place of inauthenticity or like uh, he doesn't really say that it's just like it's just like she's not saying the things she's written or treated well by the system yeah, yeah, she yeah, plays yeah. a part in because it's what she feels called to do as a singer living mostly after midnight like as as a nightclub yeah. singer like we don't value entertainment society like in our in american society specifically and yeah like that that shit hits i also i like you said last thing i fucking can't help but always like just really tune in with the all these backward glances putting me in danger of forgetting how to turn myself around it's just the time keeps on slipping through my fingers but i can't think about that now that shit hits home for me every fucking time
The narrative that naturally occurs The everlasting wisdom of a sports bar The poison that's mistaken for a cure All these backward glances putting me in danger I'm forgetting how to turn myself around It's just the time keeps on slipping through my fingers But I can't think about it now and I do love, there's like an extended instrumental period, like two thirds of the way through the song mm-hmm. where they, uh, like they're, they're kind of doing solos and like, uh, like Taylor's noodling around and everything. And, um, I mean, just like noodling, catfishing ca- out there in the he Mississippi, just, just, sticking his hand yeah, in yeah, holes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then like everything cuts out except for like, uh, Griff on the drums and like, it just sounds so much more, I think I used the word dynamic already, but like they they play with that a lot because there's only like so many instruments that they use in the album and it's it's mellow like for a decent like part of it but i don't know they i think they do a really great job balancing it like yeah. with like the arrangements that they had and like the equipment that they chose to make the album it's just this roller coaster ride of like uh i don't know quirky quirky uh southern it's not even like southern rock quirky country rock yeah, it's just like california Cal- quirky california rock. rock yeah yeah sound and it's got it so good yeah that that like that that instrumental breakdown fucking rips every <laughs> time i fucking love it mm-hmm. there's so much emotion behind that because that's what dynamics are um yeah, and that organ coming, the Leslie Gorgian just fucking screaming right before the last verse. Oh, love it. <laughs> um, yeah, and then and then after that, it's followed up by "To Be Completely Honest," which is another just Wait, incredible song. I think. Let me go get yeah. something real quick. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, you're good. It's probably getting his dinner. I don't know. It's ten o'clock. For dinner now. time. Um, <laughs> yeah, it could be. Um, but yeah, the. I don't, I feel like this song is the the beginning of now that it's too late Maria. It's like kind of honestly, like, yeah, it starts the Yeah, just just coming to terms with like oh, well, I guess all this is falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, uh, fuck. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um yeah, I mean I mean, even starting off, to be completely honest, the picture isn't clear to me yet. You insisted that you owed explanations while I was patiently enjoying the debt. Like I was, I was blissfully living in like, oh, whatever. And then you were like insisting that you had to explain yourself for why shit has gone south or like, hasn't been all it's cracked up to be whatever the like reason is like, you're trying to explain yourself, but like, I was just blissfully ignorant dog. It, you know, to be completely honest. And this is another one of those songs where the choruses aren't really choruses other than the 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 tagline or the refrain that like binds it all together like it's always it's always differently worded but it ends with where where somewhere along the way started with somewhere along the way yeah the song ends with to com- to be completely honest and I, I i love just how like how loud and just how like explosive the choruses sound yeah explosive seems like probably like seems like a severe word to use for someone who doesn't really listen to music like this, but <laughs> it's, it's, they just sound so full of emotion. Like he's like talking every, in a melatonin voice. 
dude, he's just like yelling on the <laughs> fucking screen. Bro, listen to New York Drill and then say a I mean, fucking, it, I can't even comprehend what that means anymore for this. For it this feels album. like you're still in the room from the bracelets that you left on the nightstand to the crows in the yard each afternoon. Like, yeah. my boy's screaming with emotion there. <laughs> for oh, yeah. sure. Like, I really like a. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just like. He's always like, he's he's always like coming out strong with like, so you don't need to say a word right now. Like, he's like kind of like, like putting himself out there, yeah, and putting his feelings first and like putting his uh, his wants and needs and like authentic emotions. He's like confidently portraying them, and then it's just at at the end of every chorus, he's like, to be completely honest, like it's like. It, it, but it doesn't really sound like he's giving in. It just sounds like, it sounds like, like a, like a profound, conclusive statement. Just <laughs> like a, like, that's just, that's just how it's gonna be. That's that's how the second to last verse? Question mark. The, the <laughs> second to last to can be completely honest. I think I know how it ends. The universe keeps continues expanding while we discuss the particulars of just being friends. To be completely honest I think I know how it ends The universe continues expanding while we discuss particulars of just being friends Yeah. That's a huge one where it's like, yeah. life goes on, we'll live and die. And we're caught Ooh, up in right the after that. of like the day-to-day shit of like the stuff that maybe ultimately doesn't mean anything. I don't think so. You know? Yeah. Right after that is the, and, and maybe that makes everything okay. Remembering the defect at the heart of every promise. Ooh. Well, maybe Ooh. that's the only way to be complete. <laughs> like that shit is crazy dude my man going for the heartstrings again you you think so too right jordan are you eating a dum-dum right now dum-dum you eat ice cream no that's not what they're called what are they called nutty buddies they're called drumsticks nutty buddies are the little peanut butter chocolate wafers and i need some that's another butter no that's i haven't been contributing as much because i'm trying to try and take this all in I feel like the album's like up here for you guys. No, and the album's like are the little shitty cookies that people like. I said drumstick. I said no, drumstick. No, Nick said nutter butter. I said, said oh. I said nutty buddy. I said nutty, nutty buddy, buddy is also oh, the bars thing. Yeah, nutty buddy is the little Debbie. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Me and Nick were on the same page. I just thought he said nutter butters, and I was like, no, that's the that's the shitty. We gotta set the damn record straight. Peanut butter cookies. I ate them like every day in seventh grade because this kid would give them to me from his lunch and then I never I've never eaten them ever again dude <laughs> nutter but- nutter it's, it's crazy no no nutter butters oh yeah fuck nutter why, butters, why would you why would you buy nutter butters when you can just buy oreos why would you buy well, nutter they're butters both kind of ass I'm fucking... not gonna lie I've never liked oreos except in ice cream that's crazy for some reason 
Oreos and Oreos I really like a lot of like glass, cookies a whole milk type Just thing, eat you know? Oreos plain. Like the milk is good, but you can also just eat them plain. You can eat them plain, but with milk. Mm. Mm. Nah, bro. Bit nasty. Oreos have always been nasty, dude. No, Oreos are good. It does. Except in ice cream. Cooking the it cream. Does, uh, it scares me that they're a vegan cookie. Yeah. Like, how do you make Oh, no, it's just powdered cookie. sugar and water. Yeah. That's what <laughs> and some sort of coagulant. Well, no, the, the cornstarch. Well, the cookie know. itself, like cook, cookies, are always made with like eggs in the batter. Uh, like, how do you make the cookie? Do cookies use eggs? I, I know they use butter. I didn't know that all cookies use eggs. I know some. I guess, maybe. Do. I don't Maybe not all, but I know like that's why you're not supposed to eat raw cookie doughs because it has eggs in it. Yeah, which is like, yeah. as someone who had food like salmonella chicken based food poisoning, eat the fucking cookie dough, man. It's worth it. <laughs> you had that? I had that from Arby's chicken tenders when I was in like sixth or seventh grade. Yeah. You got salmonella? Had I got tenders. salmonella food poisoning the start of a beach vacation. Damn. So I spent most of that vacation being dehydrated in the ER with an IV drip. Uh, Damn. Yeah, that's why I can't drink lemon lime Gatorade anymore. That's all the hosp- That's all the hospital had. Bro, that's like yeah. the best flavor it's too. That's, that's really disappointing. It makes me think of <laughs> well, sterile hospitals and diarrhea. Well, yes, given your situation, yeah, yeah, I'm saying no, it was just bad. objectively, it was it's rough. A good. It's, it's um, really good. But I, I eat cookie dough every time I make it. Raw pie dough, raw cookie dough, raw pasta dough. I eat the raw dough, man. Mm. It's all good. Pasta dough, salty, salty, wet flour and eggs. It's so good. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I really like, uh, to be completely honest, it's very good. It's another yep. damn son song. Yeah. To know? be completely honest. Um, I'm still waiting for your call. Yeah. Great. That's another, oh, that's a really fucking good one too. Yeah. More phenomenal guitar in it. It's like post Belladonna by the Avery brothers. Yeah. Like it's, it's like a. It's it's post breakup, dude. That song is or so post good. to be completely it. honest, I guess. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, it's all just like kind of pleading again, like a uh, yeah. I mean, wait, can I say something while you're thinking? Yeah, absolutely. Because they also from like what I know think? the song. Like I know I think you said some of them have courses, but a lot of them don't. Kind of, but like. Mm-hmm. Or, like, a lot of them have repetition, too. These songs are, like, really short, even compared to, like, the time length of all of them. As I've noticed, I'll be like, okay, let me scroll. This is, like, four minutes long. It's going to have first verse, chorus. First, and maybe it's just because the songs I listen to go a lot faster, which they do yeah. than this. But I'm like, mm-hmm. I, 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 when I was looking through the lyrics and stuff, I would just, like, scroll down. And it'd be, like, one scroll. And I'd be like, bro, what? This is, like, it already? <laughs> uh-huh. Kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's not like that for... Uh, but I've always loved them because of their length of songs. I've always loved long songs and mm. like uh I like, like long songs that don't feel like they're long to be the sake of long. Like long songs where yeah, yeah. it's like, like runaway. No, that one's a that one's a, it deserves to be that long. No, no, I know that's, that's what yeah, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I, I thought right. you just said you yeah, like yeah, yeah, them. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Like I thought yeah, okay. I misunderstood. But yes. Yeah, no, where it's like it it's something I learned very early from some some YouTube guitar person. They were talking about how like a lot of pop music, why it feels kind of how it does is because like older music, it was like you give space to let the instruments also be like a voice. 
And that's why, and I, I think Dawes is really good. And that's why I would love to see them live. I, that's, I, I hate that I haven't seen them live. This was I've seen him three times. I know. I, I would. That I, I for me, beautiful. if I saw him live, they'd beautiful. probably be someone who I wanted to see live every chance I got. Like Jason is what kind of shit, and like Marcus King Band, I would see them live every time I can. Um, but there, I mean, because there's a lot of songs on this album where I'm like, oh yeah, this would be like where they start to go a little crazier on the instruments and like really draw it out. Like you sent yeah. you sent a live rendition of something along the way that was 11 minutes long earlier today yeah. that's over twice the song length but i'm sure i haven't listened to it yet because i didn't get a chance but i'm sure it's worth every second you know yeah and yeah that's what this kind of music it it lends itself to that a lot more and that's also why i like this genre a lot as well it's like jam band but not quite that far jamming like instead of going for 50 minutes per song that's like a five minute studio cut they just go for like 10 or 11 mm-hmm and this yeah, one, they know when to wrap it up. Yeah, exactly. They yeah. don't go on for for too long, but it's just you're in the yeah. audience. You're all just kind of swaying a little bit, and you're just like, "Oh yeah, I'm taking this in, baby." It, and one thing I haven't uh, I haven't even remarked on yet, I don't think, is uh, but really shines well in this song, um, like relating to that like '60s '70s country California rock sound is like the harmonies, like uh, oh, the especially in this song. In with, this one, yes, yeah, like. I'll, I'll be here as I've always been for you to think of on you. And then the descending like chord with the dissonance that's then resolved into the line, the musical line right before they come back in and say the same way stepping into the evening is the time to praise the day. Yeah. Chef's gifts every time. time to praise the day just beautiful and they uh they harmonize on a lot of their albums and they do it really well live too but you can hear it really well on this album and their first two albums i think are probably especially their first album um, with like a, their first album is I'd say even more acoustic, um, especially with songs like that Western Skyline and Love Is All I Am. Those are the first two songs on it, but they're two of my favorite songs on it. But uh, but yeah, I mean I don't have a lot to say about Waiting for Your Call, but it doesn't mean I love it any less than the other ones. It was, uh, it it's to me you know like I don't even know if I. I think it's I think that I think it's the saddest song on the album just because it's like like thinking about the perspective of the the narrator in the song I'm like damn bro. And I think this I is think the lowest point. The last <laughs> verse is really what uh, what really seals up the song for me where I, I love it. For, like first of all the fucking Leslie coming back in a phenomenal gar gar what phenomenal guitar solo and then the <laughs> Leslie coming back in to finish off that solo chef's kiss i love that shit and then also the last verse especially the last few lines it's may i never give in and accept the fact if i can't feel your presence let me feel the lack 
because even if you never will be coming back, I'll be waiting on your call. Even if you never will be coming back, I'll be waiting Damn. for your call. That shit is. Oh, hang up the phone, bro. Crushing, hang up the phone. May I never give in and accept the fact if I can't feel your presence, let me feel the lack. Cause even if you never will be coming back, I'll be waiting for your call. Even if you never will be coming back, I'll be waiting for your call. You don't deserve that, buddy. You don't deserve to be waiting for the call. Yeah. There you go. No, that shit is like the most longing and just like insane emotion wrapped up into those last lines and and that alone the first time I listened to it I love the harmonies and I love that and then every it's still I love that part of that song every time it's just like fuck dude yep. it's great yes yeah, sir it's great and right on time I mean the song has always been interesting lyrically to me mm-hmm. um like a uh, feels like strange and a bit out of place but at the same time like it's it's not really it almost um it almost reminds me of well i guess there's other songs on this album that remind me more of all the best which is a song by john prine that he like wrote for his (laughs) ex-wife that's just like like wishing her all the best um and this one is kind of like it's it's kind of like talking in a disdainful way about a past relationship but then the chorus is always you were right on time and out of nowhere and not all the verses are like that because the third verse is about like a i mean it's like a metaphorical maybe it's not metaphorical but it's it's about like a or it's the bridge yeah as i stumble through the streets back from the alleyways everyone can see i'm bleeding through my shirt now I'm describing all my shooter's details carefully and I start to realize just how badly I've been hurt. But you were right on time and out of nowhere. And like, it's like uh, they saved him at like the low point of his life or the low point of whatever experience. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's it's a very bittersweet song to me. and uh, But I love... To me, like this would be the biggest song in the album, or like, uh, actually, to me, all your favorite bands would be the biggest song in the yeah, album. Yeah, I'm surprised. But, but like, you mean like your like, favorite or the biggest? Just the most popular. Like, okay. I feel like this would be more more popular than Things Happen, but yeah. I think Things Happen is I think Things Happen is so like plainly relatable to people that like it's so like well written and easily understood that like people just gravitate towards it, which makes sense, and it's also like cathartic and a little more like upbeat but uh i actually heard i read a i read an interview with lucinda williams where she was talking about tom petty and she said uh she said something that i thought was so cool where she said uh she was like people think um people think bob dylan was a better songwriter than tom petty 
uh, because they can understand too many of Tom Petty's lyrics and understand the meaning of too many of his songs. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, just because you don't understand it, like, like, uh, that doesn't like you're, you're selling yourself short by like thinking that like someone's poetic masterpiece is the best, like the best thing that a song could be because of its like, uh, like air of mystery. Like if you write something that's like concise and relatable and still like like poetic and artistic and like from a personal angle that people can relate with. She was like, I feel like that is like one of the like those are my criteria for having like the best written song. And yeah. She was like, and Tom Pe- Tom Petty is like the pinnacle of one of those songwriters. And honestly, I need to check out more Tom Petty. I don't know. Dude, he, like he's got some stuff. Yeah, I like I like a lot of Tom Petty. Yeah, but uh, that was a that was a sidebar. Um, but yeah, right on time. I've loved this song for forever. I think um, I think of their live album on "We're All Gonna Live." I think this song is like eight or nine minutes. I think they jam on it. I can see on it. The live yeah. album. Yeah, I know this one. Like when that live album came out, that's what made me realize I want to see them in concert because mm. I know like uh, it wasn't all the songs, but for like at least a third of them, they have like just jammier, more drawn out versions on there. Like this song, somewhere along the way, I think from the maybe from the right angle. I think um, coming back to a man, which is off of their second album, which sounds drastically different live. It's like. The song's like ten times as good live, but uh, um, yeah. I mean, w- was there anything that stuck out to you guys from this song? Um, I don't think so. It was really good. It was very like rocky, which which was fun. The writing yeah. was really good. It was very interesting writing, talking about like these walls could talk. I wouldn't listen, you know. I'd listen to the furniture. That's like the more meaningful part of the day to day life that we shared through this. You know all, all that kind of stuff, but then the the writing's really good, and then the the courses are the courses are fun. Um, yeah, I, I always liked in uh, in verse two when he says, just the way he says it, he says figures, equations, the details of our union. Yeah. Like it's yeah, it's so funny. like <laughs> figures and equations. It's just. It sounds so uh, enunciated. Yeah, um, I was gonna, I was gonna ask because it got me off like the third verse a little bit. It's like uh, it seems like you know nobody's like really helping him. Like he's saying he got like shot or whatever, and like you know he's describing it, and then like you were right on time, and out of nowhere you were right on time. Is he saying like the person in the song that he's like relying on was there for him? in like a very tragic accident or was it just like, I don't know. This part kind of confused me. It I think it's uh, like both. I can see it being like open, kind of open to interpretation. Yeah. The, the fact that it relates so little to the rest of the song always made me think it was metaphorical Okay, with like, with it well, being I mean, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like at this, at this low point in my life, you found me and you picked me up. 
like okay you know. okay yeah yeah, yeah. see because I, I like, like i, I, I obviously like, knew he didn't get like shot or anything oh yeah no no see i was thinking like it could either be like oh you found me on my lowest to pick me up or you've caused me like you were the shooter who's caused me to be at my lowest out of nowhere you shot me kind of thing oh. but like i needed that okay. to then like you know hit rock bottom and go up uh, from there or, or something like that I th- i've always thought it could like okay could just be i'm gonna have to look like back at that one. also like it could yeah. be either okay interesting, interesting. No, we're gonna do a quick analysis uh google yeah. show me this guy's balls <laughs> I like my butt. Uh, and then there's the. Okay, I'll, I'll sit on that, but yeah. Nine and a half minute masterpiece that Outro. is now that it's too late, Maria. Probably one of my. If it's not my favorite, it's hard for me to pick favorite songs by them. But it's. Okay, you just scroll down and it's like it's top not that many lyrics, but like it's a long song. But it's not because yeah. it's. it's Beautiful part of the story. Great guitar breakdown. Beautiful part of the story. <laughs> Great guitar breakdown. But like, mm-hmm. it's so fucking good. Yeah. It's so good. I saw them. I've only seen them play this out of the three shows I've been to. I saw them play it at uh, the first concert I saw. Because it probably at, took them 20 was, minutes. Um, <laughs> uh, and they, um, they played at the North Carolina Museum of Art at this teeny tiny amphitheater. And uh, the tickets were like twenty bucks or something. That'd be such a and, cool uh, venue, man. Yeah, and so and they played two sets. They played for close to three hours, and um, it was like, and uh, and like uh, they hadn't like redone their pricing of the seats yet at the amphitheater. So if you bought a if you bought like a GA uh, like a bleacher seat, you could just like go down in the pit. Let's go, and, dude. Uh, and and that's that's what I did. It's not like a pit, but like I that's just go down to the GA be. standing area. That's how it should be. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was like it was it it was what like transformed them into probably my favorite band. Like, uh, and this was in 2019, and I remember um, I went to Dylan and Zach's place afterwards, and uh, I forget what we were doing or. I think we were just like hanging out or something. Cause I think you were there, James. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I seem to remember getting like a debrief from, yeah. and you're like, I can't explain how amazing that show was. And I just remember I was like so amped up. I was like, God, that was um, that was so good. I'd never <laughs> seen anything like that in my life. Like that was amazing. And uh, like, God, uh, but, but I, someone was uh, telling me about that concert recently that they had a friend who went and they were saying that they opened with this song. I'm pretty sure they didn't. Uh, I forget what song they opened with, but I remember like, was it, I remember them May 17th, 2019. That sounds right. They opened with feed the fire. Yeah, there you go. Hell yeah. Fuck that guy. Uh, He was like, he was like, yeah, like my friend said they opened with that like 10 minute song. Okay, I thought it was early, but was I didn't think it was like I didn't think it was the first coming song. Coming back to a man from a window seat. Now that now that it's Julie Maria living in a, the future, and then they ended with all your favorite bands. I would have wept, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like a like the dude wasn't even there, and he was like adamant. He was like, "No, my friend said they started with it," and I was like, "Nope, yeah, not according right. to jam bass." <laughs> I was like, uh, "Yeah, all right, whatever." I'll say right. I'll say yeah, just in the conversation, but I know I we, I, I yeah. know you're wrong, buddy. I know drunk. you're wrong. He was drunk off his ass, bro. At that father. Damn, dude. Yeah, you just you just can't even but, argue anymore, dude. You just can't even yeah. argue anymore. They ended but, uh, set one with a little bit of everything. I also would have wept, dude. 
But but yeah, I I had kind of like forgotten about this song almost, or I just hadn't listened to it in forever mm-hmm. until um, I saw them play it there, and I was like, "What's wrong with me? How was this not like one of my favorite songs by them?" But um, but yeah, it's just like a it's like a ten minute song about the chronicling of a breakup and the like like different stages of it. And then also yeah. the the last, um, it's basically four verses, and the last verse is just kind of looking into the future and like the the whole song. I guess maybe not the whole song, but like I love the little like it's like kind of like winking at the camera that he's doing, where he's like, uh, like, um, now when I'm your in your city and I come across the company you've been keeping, they all hit it off so Dude, well with some infamous shit. ghosts of my past. God <laughs> damn that. Yeah, it's like because they don't know you, they just know the bad, sh- like the, the bad shit that you did to her, or like the, the they know the mistakes that you made because those are the learning experiences that she's brought with her to this relationship or, or whatever. And even even right but, after, it's so hard to imagine what you could have possibly told them. Some wonder how I'm doing, but most don't even ask. And now every yeah. single door stands open. I've even signed some autographs. Now it's too late, Maria. We can both look back and laugh, like the kind of thing where it's like. You know, I might just be a shitty ex, but like I've grown, you've grown, and now we're just leading different lives in different cities with different people. And I just happen to be in your town and be like, oh shit, like what's up? You know, where it's like almost amicable. And and like this song, each verse could be a different song, I feel like. (laughs) And it's just, yeah, yeah, I mean, you're right. It's just this massive chronicling of like, chronicling of like shit's going wrong. Okay, now I'm fucking sad and shit's rough. Mm -hmm. Okay, now it's been Mm -hmm. a while. I'm kind of doing a little better, but it's still like, what's, you know, oh, it's it's a funny moment where it's like, Brava, you told him some crazy shit about me, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Like, you probably see it right off the rip and like, that's not really how you feel yeah. about me, but that's how you like cope and laugh and grow. And But now that's know. their image of and me. And now right? that's their image of me. And, and like, now like I'm, you know, they think I'm who the, I was X amount of years ago in the past. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's why you should always stay friends with your exes, guys. No. And update <laughs> them bi-yearly. Bi-yearly, okay? You could catch Bi-annually. up with people, but only if it's good for your mental health. Yeah, yeah. There you go. No, guys, yeah, stay but, friends with every single ex you've ever had, <laughs> even if they did horrible things. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. I even think yep. starting like the first verse, the flicker of the candle looks like a one way. Like this was not a this was not a two way breakup. This is reacting yeah. to something nobody else could see. While I sit at the table and relive the whole situation until the valet who wants to go home comes in and gives me my key. Like side eye, side eye. I'm just living this hell and just replaying that moment over and over of Maria breaking up with me. Shit is so sad until the point where the valet's like, bro, I just want to go home. Here's your key. I don't even need your tip, man. I'm leaving. Like, that shit is sad as hell. The flicker of the candle Looks like a one-way conversation Reacting to something that nobody else could see.
While I sit at the table And I relive the whole situation Until the valet who wants to go home Comes in and gives me my keys Jordan, it's good. The sheer <laughs> <laughs> yeah and like a i love like like the f- the first verse like sets the stage very well yeah. and then the s- by the second verse it's all almost like uh like yeah or maybe the fog that i've been living in has lifted for the first time in weeks it's like he's kind of recognizing like oh like like yeah this is like it's kind of getting better and i wasn't expecting it to get yeah. better <laughs> like Every- even if it's just temporary it's yeah. just like like why am i not sad right now <laughs> it, it like uh uh, yeah, every day has been a, uh, and I love Dude, right after that. So every day has been a step so forward, good. perfecting the art of the small talk. And this is what I was talking about, like the winks, like yeah, so that I so that I never have to say something I might really mean. Every day has been a step forward, perfecting the art of the small talk. So I never have to say something I might really mean. <laughs> it's like, like a, yeah, like in those conversations with that person after you've broken up, it's like you don't want to be too real, but you also don't want to like be not you. Like you, yeah. like you still want to be you, but you don't want to like like rehash old shit so it's like hey uh hope uh life's g- good life has been good for me yeah. Uh, like, yeah. it's just it, yeah it's just it's just all small talk um but and i love that little part at the end there the how i was too green to be blue but now that it's too late maria i can see how that was true but i remember Um, I always took green and blue to be like uh, jealous and sad, but See, that drunk was dude at the concert. Too, yeah, I it, think it was you were too fresh for it to like. Exactly, it couldn't hurt you that bad, right? It's too early. Yeah, yeah. Like you love uh-huh. way that, deeper, way faster than the other party in the relationship. I think is what. Yeah, that and that's that's what the drunk guy said, and I was like, okay, that's definitely right. I think I just thought of uh green and blue like that because of um green with jealousy goddamn lonely love oh yeah yeah like at the, yeah green. because we're gonna be fucking talk about that next week. <laughs> <laughs> because uh because yeah like at the beginning of that song when he says like i've got green and i've got like it's he could be saying like i've got like weed and alcohol or but he's he's got like jealousy i thought of it like sadness. that where it's green and booze but yeah jealousy and sadness is like what i've thought of it as but it's a different song um, that I think I just like 
got wrapped up in this song, got my wires crossed. Which, but, I mean, uh, it, it happens. Like, I also don't think you, like, couldn't have a valid point with that, that one way. either. Yeah. But at least for me, like, for me, the interpretation was you're, like, too much of a green thumb to, like, be that invested to be sad, you know? Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. but now that it's too late, I understand where you were coming from with that. Like, I've lived and had other relationships, and I understand that I was too early. It was, you know, I loved deeper because I didn't know, like, what true love really meant. And and so at that point, I was way more hurt than I probably should have been. And you were just, you were ahead of me in that ballpark kind of thing. Yeah. I think the, honestly, like the last thing I'll say um, is at the very end of the song, <laughs> when uh, he says, there will always be a part of you that's with me, and you sure as hell have better say the same. <laughs> now that it's too late maria there's no one here to blame and it's all just like it's like you know like this was important to me and like uh it's just kind of that personal side coming out like it, it's not even like it's not even like i hope it was important to you it's like it better have been important to yeah you. <laughs> or at least like you better recognize that we've each played a part in each other's story whether it was a yeah, whether yeah. it was a long chapter of exposition and setup, or it was like just a filler chapter, either way, you better also recognize that yeah. in uh-huh. some way, shape, or form, we have formed each other into the people we are years from when this thing happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that shit. I'm also fine with ending it right there. I had more to say, but I think that's a good way to end it. It's incredible. Yeah, I think I'm fine ending it there, too. It's a great fucking song. It's beautiful. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's wonderful. Um, it is my favorite album of all time. <laughs> so I'm going to give it a one out of ten real quick. Like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think I'm going to, yeah, I'm... Nine point no, I'm gonna give it a ten, of course. I was about to say, how are you gonna say this is your favorite <laughs> album of all time and then have given other things ten and then was I can't tell if you were joking or not. I, I mean, was both, joking. Okay, okay. Yeah. I was I was about to be like I'm upset. Just, I'm just pulling your hog, brother. I'm bro. just yanking your hog, bro. <laughs> Dude, can you see Violet <laughs> slightly in the fucking frame? Slightly in frame, yeah. I saw her stretching earlier and I thought she was pissing low key, but I didn't say anything. <laughs> Just watching my dog piss on the couch behind me for the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Jordan, yeah, I think you go next Jordan and then go Jamie next goes. And I he's... Our final album. Uh, I'll give this album a solid five. I, I think it. if I think you guys opened my eyes to a lot more mm-hmm. depth of this album. Uh, again, it is so hard for me to listen to sad songs for some reason and like legitimately like like them. I don't know why. 
No, it's fine. No, I, I had my finger. I had my fingers crossed for a six, but I'll take a five. Okay, okay. Actually, I'll change it to a six. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think honestly, like it has the potential, and like so, it's like how much I liked it versus like you know, like what my actual rating is. Because I think this does have a lot of potential for like yeah. Uh, but like as far as as much as I like liked it, I need to give it a rating based off of that. But I do, I do really like this album though. Um, I got you. But I, I could see myself. Like again, after talking about it, I can see the depth at which this guy goes through, and it it, it is a lot. It there there is a lot of content here, um, uh-huh. but yeah, I, th- I think that's gonna be my rating. Then. That's fair. Oh, yeah. You know, I uh, am also going to the album with him. It is it is immaculate. Let's go. It's so fucking okay. Good. Let's, uh, let's okay. go. Okay. I love okay. it. So so in not back to back weeks, but slightly separated weeks. Uh, me and Nick have both given the album a 10. Um, this Ooh. one edges it out higher, though, because Jordan liked this one more than uh, something more than free. Uh, so that brings it to an 8.33 uh, and puts it at ninth overall. 16. Ninth Ooh. overall. We had a head beat. Oh, it's tied for ninth with a fair amount of other ones. It's tied with College Dropout by Ye, Blonde by Frank Ocean, Cave World by Viagra Boys, Sometimes I Might Be Introvert by Little Sims and All Your Favorite Bands by Dawes right. are the ninth spot. Just above 21 Three by out of Adele five and Adele. just below Decide by Joe. I always uh, forget that uh, that Viagra Boys is in ninth. Yeah. <laughs> Me too, actually. I, I was, was like, wait, what? We were all, I think all of us were surprised by that rating. Yeah. I think we that all was, were That like, was my comeback story after OK Go. Yeah, it was. It okay, was. you've had more albums <laughs> since then. But but yes. Oh well, yeah, yeah. But but I meant like like that was my like. Okay, go was the one that I was like, oh, we're gonna love this. This is gonna be a good <laughs> stinker. And then like Viagra Boys was just like, I think they'll probably like this. But I love this, so like hopefully they like it. And, and they're yeah. like a sleeper. Oh, yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah. Okay, go yeah. for reference lister. If you don't know the lore, it is sixty ninth. Uh, Nick gave it an eight point seven five. I gave it got- a five and a half, and Jordan gave it a four. <laughs> way, back, my boys way, back like in, that. way back in Joel, I do like okay go. way back on July 25th 2021 oh wow is when dude we've been That's almost two years it we've been making this our first Damn, episode according to my spreadsheet debuted on June 11th 2020 damn three I was gonna say years. I knew it was summer 2020 we will yeah. we will if the schedule holds true, we should be ending around the second week in July 2023. So over three mm. years of doing this. That's crazy. I just think back to where, like, that was, we we made this podcast before starting our senior year of college. <laughs> that is kind of crazy. <laughs> when you put it like that. That's nuts, man. God dang. God dang. So for our last album, we are we are doing on this podcast unless I mean I, I, like our last album review barring anything crazy because even if we did shit it wouldn't be album reviews we're done with that our last album we are covering Music sucks. is going to be Live from Alabama by Jason Isbell in the 400 unit yeah Jesus, that's an album. <laughs> it, I Alabama. I think you will potentially like this album more than previous Jason Isbell albums. Just close your eyes and think about being in the crowd 
<laughs> yeah. But I will okay. say, because there's some songs he plays on here that are drive-by trucker songs that he wrote. So they're a little rockier. We've already talked about Decoration Day. We did that when we did the album Decoration Day. I th- And we talked about Outfit when we did Decoration Day. I th- those are the only repeats, though, I think. Everything else should be undone on this, this, this podcast. But... If I had to choose like a greatest hits album of Jason's, mm-hmm. this would be, especially from the era before this album came out, this would probably be it. It's got, oh yeah. I mean, his hits that he wrote with Drive By Truckers that I love, his hits that he wrote for his own albums and the 400 unit that I love. And it came out in 2012. So it predates like something more than free, kind of all of that, you know. But at least from where this album was when it came out, this is like, his hits up until that point. And I love it. I can't wait to talk about it more. Because even the songs we talk about on here, we haven't done since. We haven't done them since... It's been a while. December 12th, um, 2021, on Nick's birthday in 2021. So I I was still living... Oh, We had moved out here. We had moved out here in May of that year. So we were out of college, but it's still like... My life is different I keep forgetting than we last talked about those songs, you know? Yeah, I keep forgetting that we haven't covered, like, the Dirty South or, yeah. like, uh, I just, like, keep forgetting that certain songs on there that have always been, like, profound to me, like Alabama Pines, like, we haven't talked about that on the podcast because, like, we haven't done Here We Rest. But The, the yeah, two I'm songs I hate that aren't on here is Streetlights and Cody. Yeah, me too. Honestly, <laughs> like that, I might be able to like cherry hits. pick a couple other ones, yeah. but like Streetlights, you really got me on Streetlights. Oh, I listened to that so good. like every time I got in my car for like two weeks after <laughs> I got back. <laughs> so yeah. good. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Cody, I just. I love the last verse of that song where he says like, uh, "If there's a few things that I hate, it's having to cook and trying to trying date." To date. But busting our ass all day to play hurry up and wait. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I rinsed that shit the summer that I fe- that I first heard it. Because yeah. here we rest. It's it's it wasn't one of my like my it's it surprises my dad how much we like here we rest. I think because we had, like it was good, <laughs> yeah. but he didn't like love it. But yeah, yeah. like so I discovered it like uh, late, I, and I was like, this shit fucking rips, dude. I almost said tour of duty, but that's the first song on there. So, yep. Yeah, we're good. We're talking about dress blues. We got TVA makes me fucking cry when I hear it. Like <laughs> I'm excited. It's going to be another one, but it is awesome. Okay. It breaks the mold. It's our first live album. Whoa, that is true. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah. It's our first live album because we always went back and forth. We're like, do we do live albums? Do we not? And then we are like, if it's good enough, I guess yeah. it counts. And then we just never pulled the trigger on it. But then this one, I'm like, I will say it was, it was between this and the Divine Feminine by Mac Miller, but once I listened to this one again, I realized I was like, "No, I need I need to talk about this shit." So, all right, all right, all right. okay, 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 okay. Yep. And then so that'll be our last album review, and then we'll do a couple of guest stuff, like kind of like wrapping it up, putting it to bed, sending it on its way. You know, like mm-hmm. I said, it's it's gonna be. Less sad and more just like because because live from Alabama we're gonna get a little sad on that one again as well I feel like but the last two yeah definitely. as long as they go well should feel like more like a wake where it's like kind of a party that we're letting it to rest and then wrapping a little bow and 
sending it on its way. Mm. Um, but as yeah. always, we will end this. Our recent listings. For me, I've listened to a lot of Turnpike in the last few weeks. Really. Yes. Um, I think I even, Vic might like Good Lord Lori at this point. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I've tried to I've tried to open her up to that. I've also listened to just a lot of shit like that. Like I've listened to some Billy Strings. I've listened to uh, Cutting Grass Volumes 1 and 2 by Sturgill. Um uh some shielders you know just just that vibe of stuff i mean this is like starting to get country and then i listen to live from alabama where it's like also starting to get country and then i was like we're full sending this shit um so that's kind of yeah just just listen to that type of shit i've been listening to a lot of that too oh and the band trash panda i've always really liked atlanta girls by them and i started listening to more shit i hate how cringy the name is because all i can picture is like sixth grader right, saying know. like trash panda instead of raccoon it feels cringe you got the cookie cookie monster pajamas on yeah or uh, not the cookie but bo- fucking guardians of the galaxy volume one ruined that shit for everyone but <laughs> um yeah that so i listened to their album that that one that that song is off of something about stair steps in the cosmos i don't know something like that but then uh there's their newest album that came out within 2022 or 2023 is also good. And I'm going to see them now in August. Spur of the moment. Um, I'm going to listen to them a lot. It's it's kind of psych- like opposite side of the spectrum. Psychedelic indie rock. Very different. But still rips. So, yeah. It's been good. Hell yeah. Yeah. I've, uh, I've been listening to a lot of similar um, like country style stuff. Like Turnpike. Um I think it's called Goodbye Lonely Street. Like the album that Good Lord Lori's on. I hadn't listened all the way through it in, in forever. And I I was like, why have I not listened to this all the way through in forever? Like uh the like the whole album's good, but the second half of the album is phenomenal. I love it so much. Um but uh yeah, I mean, outside of that, I got really into parquet courts recently. Um they have this song called Stoned and Starving. And they have like an amazing performance of it on Ellen on the Ellen show. Not Ellen just like Ellen, Ellen just like Ellen just like liked them and was like, Yeah, you should come on and play this and like th- Does they're Ellen like melting do live music? I yes, think occasionally. Uh, like Bro, the, have you seen Chances and Lil Wayne where Lil Wayne freestyles a new verse and Chances doesn't know it and then he like looks at him, and he's like and then they get so hype at the end, dude, on the Ellen show. God it's no, so I, good. I didn't good. Know that Ellen had live I've music. Said, I've seen a good. Uh, there's like a there's a Kendrick performance where he does like these walls. I think. Really? Oh, oh no. that's good. what? Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Dude. That's oh, oh, the, the one that I talk about. Live TV. <laughs> they did a no problem. That song's about. Oh, like, it's nice. so an dude. For I, pussy, dude. That's crazy. Dude, and I love it like, because yes, let's go. Hell let's yeah. go. Yeah. I love dude, those walls, I, Portia de Rossi. I, dude, I I love it because um. <laughs> Like again, like like Chance is like rapping the same lyric as Lil Wayne, and then Lil Wayne like cuts him off and just starts rapping over him, and he, Lil, uh, Chance is just like staring at him, and like he finishes it, and then I've never like Lil Wayne's not moving at all, and then as soon as he finishes it, they're like, <gasps> like this go off, dude. I'll try to I'll try to find the video if you guys wanna. That sounds hype. I'll check it out. It is. Nick, I'm listening um, to, to some parquet chords. I'll have to check them out. This sounds good. Yeah, li- listen to Stoned and Starving, and it's vi- it's pretty different. But there's a great song that they have called Tenderness off of their second newest album. Uh, I think it's their most popular song. But um, 
yeah. Outside of that stuff, uh, um, Bunny, the new album by Beach Fossils, fucking great, so good. It um, is. I checked it out. It's very good. Uh, Bully's newest album, very good. Um, I've been rinsing the song by Towns Van Zant called "Don't Take It Too Bad." Uh, what else? Any other single songs? I feel like there was one. Maybe not. Um, this girl named Anna St. Louis. She makes kind of California rock style stuff, and she has an album coming out this week that'll be out by the time this. Anna Day comes Lewis. Out. Anna St. Louis. I feel like I know a song by her. <laughs> really? Yeah. But uh, uh, she came out with a song called "Morning" recently. That's like. I, I love it. I loved her first two singles from this next album, but uh, um, Morning is my favorite. But, I think um, Phone is the, is the, that's the song yeah. I knew. Phone's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Phone, yeah. That's the lead single from Bro, uh, her fucking, album that comes out. Like, I fucking the day love after recording this. Nick's recommendations, resolutions, because like, like Morning has 3,000 plays. <laughs> you are on the deepest I'm on of my cuts. shit, bro. I, I hate how, like, just in a rut I am with music. Me too, dude. But uh yeah. Jordan, you'll never appreciate uh my um my three thousand play recommendations because they'll never be about rap probably. That's true. They'll probably be folky shit. Yeah. But, They're uh, gonna be a mandolin and a guitar and yeah. literally rough. Airy Some soft rock style shit. Yeah. But also I've been rinsing Sturgill because I'm probably going to get a tattoo for Sound and Fury in the near future. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, you almost got the OBS logo tattooed on you. Yeah, I probably am going to actually get that tattooed. So. Okay. That'll be cool. Um, yeah. yeah. And then I'm going to get the Spotify logo a month later. So, I'm going to get the yeah, Discord uh, logo to... tattooed on me. <laughs> put, put some cat ears so on funny. it. Actually, I'm really, I'm really vibing with the new Office 365 Excel logo. The, the green <laughs> gradient rectangle. I'm going to get the Microsoft Edge swirl. I'm going I'm I'm to get, get Firefox. The, the, uh, the, like the Microsoft chat that's integrated with Teams that is forced on your computer if you have Windows 11. I'm going to get that tattooed on me. Got it. On the real though, at my goal. What the fuck was that? Oh, it's Leo's ear. Okay, that scared me. My feet are submerged in darkness under it's my just desk, and I felt spider. a little soft. Dude, I swear, I felt a soft thing tickle <laughs> my leg hair, and I was about to shit myself if it was a spider. Um, I do <laughs> hope our, our our normal flash tattoo artist, she has uh, this sick ass fucking duck. Lately, I'm gonna get that tattoo only <laughs> this good. year. But also, I my goal is late this year, early next year, is to at least. Get it set in motion to start the dogwood sleeve on my right arm. That's my hope. Nice. Okay. That's my hope. Okay. Nice. Yep. And also get absolutely yoked. Bruh. Okay, that, that video that I showed you guys that I just linked, the one, like, you know how YouTube shows it, like, what, like, the most replayed spot is now? Yeah. yeah. Literally, that part that I was talking about has, like, this huge spike, like, right at that <laughs> spot. So I'm like, dude, obviously, that's the best part. Bro, but, I um, fucking tried to just click on it, and I got an nine and a half minute ad for Apple Vision. The doofiest looking yeah, Skip that ever. shit, bro. Skip that shit, bro. Unskippable nine and a half minute ad. <laughs> but um, really, the only song I've been listening to because I've been watching so much TV and not leaving my apartment is Comfortable by Lil Wayne. Such a good song. I put it on my story the other day. It, 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 it's from the Carter 3, so we've 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 heard it before. But Yeah, yeah, I remember it. It's so good. I've just been 
I don't know. Just that the dude's voice, I guess it's baby face. His voice is just still so good. And it's just like that, like R&B type a little bit. It's like, yeah. don't you ever get too comfortable. It's so good, though. It's so good. That's pretty much all I've been listening to. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> Bring us home, Jamie. Stop watching YouTube, bro. Uh, please put up your tray tables. We are approaching uh, the scent. We're bringing her down. Uh, so we just want to say three thanks hours for listening now, this bro. week and watching. If you did, remember yeah, to tune in bad. next week for Live from Alabama by Jason Isbell in the 400 unit. Uh, once again, if you wanted to keep up the show or share your thoughts about this week's episode or the show in general, check out these socials. We are on Twitter at List Up Podcast and Instagram and TikTok at List Up Pod. Those accounts as well as our personal handles uh, and the merch link, as we discussed earlier are going to be in the description of wherever you found this episode. And finally, if you enjoyed this episode, if you could throw a rating or review on your respective podcast platform, I guess that'd be great. I don't know that it does much now other than just... No, do it. Yeah, write your name on the annals of time. Do it right now. Uh, Other than that, for now, we'll catch you next week. And remember to listen up.